Yo, 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 yo. Okay. Shout out to Jesse Reyes. She got a song sound called Crazy. I like when bitches know that they're crazy. I, don't, I hate to open up a Sunday this way. Oh, yes. I, hate, I hate to do it. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, you don't. Especially with you Larry don't. Love looking this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, this. <laughs> let, let me start over. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to. Appreciate we gonna it. Get, thanks for the thing. Oh, yeah, I, you can sit one Fucking monkey. Appreciate it. <laughs> the president's a nigger <laughs> to me. <laughs> Fuck that. I wonder, that's how we can open up this Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I need a little I'm with him. To get me up. You know what I mean? Come on. That's good. <laughs> let, let me, let me take this one. Sing it, Ruckus. Taco, brown bread, jungle bunny. Ghetto, guru, government, honey. Chocolate, cricket, spooky, nigglet. Coco, negro, magpie, black crow. Anyway you figure, the president's a nigger to me. Saying nigga all day long. I'll let you have that one, cuz. Don't even ask me for no questions, no no recap. No (laughs) I just think some people are way ahead of their time, and I think Aaron Magruder, like, he made that was like in 2000. I don't want to get the year wrong. It was either 2014 or 2016. But whichever one, he's still a genius because. A lot of white people was denying that the country felt this way about Obama. Mm-hmm. But now to be in 2020, and the song makes perfect sense now. It's not as shocking. It's not, you know. So well, I, It I, made sense then to those to who us, were in the know. But the whole the, nation, they like, oh, yeah. no. They didn't hate him because he was black. They hate him because he was a Democrat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, no, nah, they just really hate him because he was a nigger. Yeah. But all right, man. But anyway, I just wanted to give some love to uh, Aaron McGruder <laughs> with that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, How's you guys uh, Sunday, man? It's another beautiful Sunday. Great. Another great day in the neighborhood. How you guys doing, man? It's great. Doing really good, man. Great. <laughs> Thank you for that history lesson to kick <laughs> off Reduce Lunch. Yes, definitely, definitely. Of course, I wanted to show my man's McGruder some uh, love, man. Um, <laughs> so we, 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 we had a segment last week. Um, mm. We was passing stuff through the Senate. Through mm-hmm. the house, and uh, we we definitely gonna continue that segment. I have some. We'll probably just do one. You know what I'm saying? The show. I have something today I want to bring to the table mm-hmm. to see how you guys uh, felt about it. A lot well, of shit moving and shaking out there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Jack was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the city of Jacksonville turned down a lot J shit. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Urban Meyer. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, shout out to know, the Jags. Back. Shout out to the Jags, man. Shout mm-hmm. out to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, shout out to shout out to the football gods. You I, know for a fact that the Jags is going with uh, Trevor. Yes, yeah, yes. Discussion. Okay. Yeah, it's not. A it's not a conversation. Okay. You know, people who are brilliant know this stuff. People who are not don't. So I'll leave that there. Mm. Great take, Fred. Um, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. So, like mm. I told you, I'm already in August. A shot to Charlie Strong. For sure. I, probably my favorite thing Urban Mike has done so far is he's made Charlie Strong the co-head uh, coach. Yeah. And um, what that means is we know Urban. If we could get two years out of Urban, I'd take that. Charlie Strong from? From Florida, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that whole Florida staff he had. Just the head coach. So, you know, That's if we can. That's nuts. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. great to hear. Bring in Raheem so, Morris as well. Yeah. So, if we do only get two to three years out of Urban Meyer, like, he's putting a black man in a position to where it's like, I'm trying to build a program here. Mm-hmm. Like, we can look inside our coaching staff if I leave. We don't have to reset. Yeah. 
So that's probably the thing that's I like great about it. That's great to hear, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it, man. Super I love great. it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because uh, that, that's how you, that's how black people, that's how you become a head coach. I think a lot of people don't understand why a lot of black coaches are not getting hired. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of them are not in, in position. Position, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them are not going through the pipelines mm-hmm. of, and, you know, white people have the luxury where they don't have to go through the pipeline maybe to get a head job, but still they've been through, like, Trust me, that's their culture. They're gonna make sure yeah. you're successful. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying when you get there. So, but anyway, shout out to Jacksonville and uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, much love and respect, man. Yeah, definitely. But before I get into this, uh, into the segment, I got this important thing. I feel like it's so important. You know what I'm saying? The question I have for y'all, like we're gonna get into these uh, records. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, Dia, you sent me your record. Can you explain this record, sir? Uh, absolutely can. Uh, thank you for the time. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of our boys out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really realize, you know what I'm saying, when it's time to move on. They don't really realize when the slap in the face will be reoccurring. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really realize when the hints and things are, you know, right in front of their faces. And, and there was a song made probably about 30 years ago um, to um, just really remind folks, you know, you have to get out of your own way and realize your reality. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Nathan, Wanye, uh, Michael, Girl, you and know we whatever the other fourth and fourth and fourth and so they they if you listen to these lyrics, you know, they put out a screen for our boys to realize that it's over. No, you don't belong together. Because if you was belong together, y'all would be together. And you know what I'm saying? And That's what I'm saying. So, our boys, don't find yourself in your car sitting outside her house. So, this song, that's disgusting. Realize what it's done. And move forward. That's disgusting. And move forward. That's just some a message to my fellow our boys. Because guess what? You're not our boys anymore. If you listen to this song, you are no longer. <laughs> you are now a hearty boy. No, yeah, yeah, you are a hearty boy. Yeah. Go ahead and get that playlist. Yeah, embrace that. Yeah, go ahead embrace and get it. that playlist. Yes, sir. Ooh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm glad we got my man Larry Love in the building, man. At some point, I want to talk about self love. I, you know, just the journey. You know, what I'm saying you kind of been on, and I'm, I'm trying to. I've somehow skipped my own damn blueprint, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to, I think that'd be a good conversation. about somehow. Yeah. <laughs> shit, oh, me too, have. shit. <laughs> right. You Not too. Really. Uh, huh? Shut up, man. Huh? You got to go back to that bag? Come on, man. Huh? Tom yeah. Ford clone? You right. No. You right. Okay. You're right. All right. You're right. All right. Let's yeah. bring it yeah. back you in. You on the boat, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess we on the boat. You know what I'm saying? You on the boat there. Mm. I'm going to do something I've never done because I hate doing it. But I'm going to play one of my own songs. And I'm going to tell, oh, wow. tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I'm going to play one of my own songs. Party Boy exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> because um, this pertains to the question that I'm going to ask y'all after I get done playing this song. Oh, boy. I'm afraid. I was walking out of the gym yesterday. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put focus in. I'm looking at Sugar Mamas. I'm looking at the landscape. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm trying to see where I can put my efforts and my focus mm-hmm. on finding, you know, it's PlayStation. It's, it's stuff out that I need to have that I just don't, you know, mm-hmm. I need to find my way. Mm-hmm. I understand. So I was coming out of the gym yesterday, you know, right over there by City Trends, and um, you're nice little cougar driving a Lexus, like with her daughters in the car. I had dropped my shirt. And she was like, you going across the road sexy? And I was like, oh. 
Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> You understand me? Like that's what that's how we that's how we live. Cause I'm the type like if you don't activate me, I'm I'm a, I'm a decent human being. Like yeah. don't activate me though. Don't call yeah. me sexy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, so I understand, I, sir. I understand. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Not bricks. Yeah. Don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the activation, the coon chip, the activation chip. It's something, but anyway, it just hey, got man. me to uh, thinking shit, and I don't want to play Angel Dust, man. Shout out to uh, TJ, the uh, DJ. I, I played it for him on uh, the What's Your Shit in front of a bunch of D. They all love that shit. I went to stop it. You're like, you playing that shit? So I'm like, hmm. all right, we might have something with this. Okay. So this is how I felt coming out of the gym. This is how everybody feel. I made this for my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. I told you we only dealing with bitches. Who yeah, yeah. I like This bitch like angel dust. My bitch invite your girl back to our hotel and she come pray with us. Girl, that pussy so good, put a light on my spoon and now my brain concussed. Put the plug on vacay, that's boom by yeah, we brought that cane with us. You know who came with us. Yeah, this bitch like angel dust. My bitch invite your girl back to our hotel and she See, come pray with us. Girl, that pussy so good, put a light on my spoon and now my brain concussed. Put the plug on vacay, that's boom by yeah, we brought that cane with us. You know who came with us. This bitch like angel dust. You could be inventory clean. My bitch got a digital CC. That's 11 forks one night. It's on all the DSPs. I appreciate everybody who's bought it. Everybody who's like really supporting. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. It's a lot of guys in this room that can what? It's a lot of guys who... My bitch invite your girl back to our hotel and she come pray with us. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's a self love song. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's that's self love. You know what I mean? And I just it, it feels great. You know what I'm saying to love yourself so much, and and you can invite your bitches is inviting other bitches to the room to come pray and have communion. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we doing in the house of, you know, reduced lunch, the house of Freddie Bricks. This is church. Don't get it fucked up. The idea of church came from man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, church and the Bible is a different thing. That's just like people getting together and, you know, speaking about the word. That's that's what church is. Mm-hmm. The content gives a fuck. The content is realness. It's nothing but realness in whatever religion you live in. Mm-hmm. So when you together, if you're talking about real shit, sport, you have in church. Mm-hmm. So what is your church about? And our church is about loving yourself. And it's about your bitch inviting other bitches to the hotel room to come pray and <coughs> commune and whatever else you may indulge in. Mm-hmm. You understand? So shout out to all my kings and shout out to all my fucking queens out there. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the fucking... I mean, it's some sure. queens out here, bro. For sure. It's some fucking queens out here, For bro. For sure. Like, I see the tide changing. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I see the tide... And I ain't gonna... We're For not sure. gonna start. We're we not gonna start. But... For sure. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Okay. So Terrified. last week we had the Senate in the house and this is gonna be very important. This is... This is up there with Jesus coming back for the first time, uh, MLK getting shot on the balcony. Jesus Christ. It's up there. What I'm about to say is it's up there, and it's a discussion that needs to be had. Jesus. And we, you, you want to know who brought it to my attention. Um, shout out to PJ. PJ, he made, I mean, such a great tweet he had. And I was like, you know what, young light-skinned brother, you right. 
You know what I'm saying? You are so right. So it's the conversation between being called handsome and sexy. Hmm. It's time to have it. Hmm. Okay. We've been, mm. we've been skipping around this conversation for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since the beginning of the time. <laughs> yeah. Sound like it. Yes. Yeah. You know, Sound like since the beginning of the time. Let's get let's get to cool. it, King. It's cool. I mean, what you want to know? And what was the tweet? Let's let, let me yeah, hear the tweet. The tweet? Yeah. I want uh, to <laughs> tweet. So um a chick say, fellas, when a female giving you a compliment, which one is better? Being called fine or, ha- or sexy or handsome, or does it matter? Asking for me. <laughs> and PJ uh, said, being called handsomes means you think I'm all right. And that's the friend zone compliment. Mm. But I'm fine, fine as fuck is a God, God tier level. <laughs> that's just, well, uh. We don't need to have the conversation no more. Uh. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm proud of the young man. But I, yeah. but I wanted to ask y'all because I, I oh, noticed man. when what's the experience inside of the conversation? What's the, what's okay. the experience oh, inside of the conversation? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I know? kick it off. Um, <laughs> you know, being handsome, I want to hear that from <laughs> grandma. Your boy, mm-hmm. your boy. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? I want to hear that from Dukes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, auntie. You know, my sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, the handsome, the family members only. You look handsome. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. If anybody outside of that is calling me handsome, like. <laughs> I'm not turned on by that. You fine. I always uh-huh. get, boy, you big and fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Yes, sir. I get yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. You know, yes, I get sir. that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, so I take that. That's gasoline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what? batteries. Yeah, don't throw no water on it. Yeah, no, no, hell no. no gasoline. So all you're doing is taking my confidence and me to the next level. So I'm glad the young brother PJ knows the difference because if somebody calling you handsome and you enjoying that, my man, my youth, you're losing in life. Here's the deal. You're losing in life. So yeah, is definitely the way. Just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. Handsome that is a curse. Handsome outside of the family it's a, it's is a, it's family. a curse. Outside it's of the family. It's a curse. Yeah. It's such a curse. Yeah. I think a man, a, a nice man with a degree and a nice suit and tie, mm. that's a handsome, handsome. man. <laughs> Ooh. Let me put, I need to put the camera on Larry Love. <laughs> It's certain. <laughs> Somebody need to put the camera on Larry Love. You, you get yeah. to yourself. You, yeah. you, you in your in your yeah. manhood. You get to a place. Right. You know what I'm saying. And this bitches, that, queens get you there. Mm-hmm. It depends how what what the convo is. Yeah, it's, it's if you call a young man fine, yeah. we all can look at a young man and say a bunch of I mean a, a handsome. Uh, yeah, they bunch of bitches call you handsome yeah. for sure. Bitch, I will look at you nuts if you ever call me handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nut, that's a nut. Uh-huh. It's empty calories. It's nothing. <laughs> it's empty calories. It's nothing. Nothing in it. Uh-huh. It's nothing in it. Yeah. When you start getting called sexy, yeah. that's how that's how it Yeah. Yes. The scars, the the the, the, the the confidence. Listen, yeah. man, it's different type of hand rubs you get when you sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get pats on the back hugs when you find when you handsome. Mm-hmm. You get the church hugs when you're handsome. Mm-hmm. You get the extended looks. That's what I'm saying. You get the extended attention. But when you're sexy, yeah. mm-hmm. it's an uncontrollable energy. Mm-hmm. They want to be near that. Mm-hmm. They want to touch that. Mm-hmm. They want to smell and that. sexy is energy. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. all energy. Yeah. But handsome is just like... It's almost it's like looks outside. without the energy. Because that's all it really is. Do, has like, anybody ever felt anything from being called handsome? For my grandma, fucking loser. I love Jane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. From Charlotte, you know what I mean. If it's from Dukes, yeah. Grandma, yeah. My sister, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. 
Right. Well, you all know my mama. My mama, yo, like she consistently, yeah. nigga, mm-hmm. you sexy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's long. She like she give me that shit straight up. That's long. Yeah, yeah. So that's long. I don't even really get that shit from dudes. Yeah, that's long. Yeah, and that and that's that's the environment that a lot of young men are trapped in. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Because when you find your sexy, Mm. when Justin Timberlake came out this bitch, Mm. Justin Timberlake came out this bitch, and he was stumping on that disco bar. And I'm big (laughs) in symbolism. Mm -hmm. So before I ever heard that album, it's an all white background, and you stumping on the disco bar. Mm -hmm. He ain't fucking playing, (laughs) bitch. This ain't pop no more. This Talk ain't pop Fred. music no more. Mm. We finna get right the fuck into it. Fred mm. Preacher right now. Mm. All I listen to is sexy motherfucker. I listen to the Prince and yeah. Michael Jackson yeah. with the fuck. Come on, man. What yeah. are we talking Fred about? Yeah. Let's Fred. talk about I'm tired of yeah. niggas saying, oh, Prince was so <laughs> dope, but you don't you can't find it in yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah. that Fuck that gentleman shit. Fuck, fuck all that. that shit. All that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. that shit. Being that nice. shit is for losers. Yeah, it's for losers. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. It is. I just it's for feel losers, like, bro. Now, if you go through your 20s, cool. You don't know yet. You, it, it, I'm not, listen, so if you're a young man out there and you you still in that, damn, you, damn, the last 10 bitches done called me handsome. Right. Mm. Just, it's okay. This is a growth process. You know what I'm saying? Look, this, look how different it was from now to this. Nigga, this nigga Larry Love in here his first five buttons ain't buttons. Yeah, not at all. His first five buttons first on his shirt. first when he came in this bitch, I promise I didn't think it had buttons on the shirt. And boy, don't you know it's 34 degrees right now? Yeah. He hot right now. That boy ain't coming here with he no jacket. Right now. That tell me all I need to know with Larry at. He hot right now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He, he got right the now. first five buttons loose, no jacket, and it's 34 degrees outside, uh-huh. and not a cloud inside. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on the beach this morning, yeah. and you know it's colder on the water. Yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. I said all that to say. Yeah, we gonna get yeah. a picture of Larry Love and post it. He charged up. That, that's the thing. Baby. Like he don't give a fuck about what he said outside <laughs> right. of this room. Right. Somebody give him that. Yeah. He oh, ain't yo. showing up Did like that for no reason. Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. fix your mind to come out the house thirty four degrees. No, no, no. You see me? No. <laughs> bundle up. You bundle up. I got an in, induced heated sweatsuit on right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the thickest cap I had in my closet yeah. because it's a little cool yeah. now. Yeah, Larry Love is bold yeah. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beard is trimmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come yeah, on, man. Trim. Yeah, sexy, I like the man. scarf. I like the scarf. Like yeah. I'm, I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a couple. I got a couple of those pieces. I just don't know. Like that. I like that though. I like that scarf. Like just the the fitting of the the black and gold. It's, I, I mean, but once you find oh, that man, man. He got the hard bottoms with no socks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's man. 34 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jesus sorry, Fred. I just had to make sure they understand. Nah, 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 nah. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, about that. yeah, yeah. We're gonna take that video of you walking on the beach and put it on the uh-huh. Reduce Lunch page. Yeah, just so they can see what it looks like. Yeah, for those who follow the great DJ Larry Love. Yeah, R&B this is energy. So, so, so my ladies out there, you know what I'm saying? If your your man speak life, into you have to speak king, life man. into that man. That's a speak fact. life into your king. You got to be tired of looking on Instagram and seeing or whatever. And you got to tired of looking. But Not, that's the thing, though. We got to go mm. back to the conversation. Mm. They, they don't really like him. Mm, they don't really like him. Mm. It always goes back to that, doesn't if it? If you really like him, though, you got to <laughs> speak <laughs> life into him. You it know always what I'm saying? goes. Yeah. But that's like the but, but dog, doggy. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? If she ain't speaking life into you, you gotta mm. know you gotta tra- it's it's transitioning time. It's 2021, sir. Mm. Mm. Wow. It's a beautiful yeah. feeling, man, when you get it's a the first set of, of the eyes. month. Yeah. 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 It's the first of the month, sir. Yeah. When you get them I want you eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a special. feeling with that. 
And you can tell what I want you eyes off. Yeah. The, the eyes, but the, yeah. it got to come with the vibrations, too. Yeah. Use yeah. the voice, The queen. energy. Oh, it's a, the handsome eyes look different. Yeah. The handsome energy. eyes give you a yeah. little head nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. the handsome look. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got to look into yeah. the camera yeah. when you do it. Look into yeah. the camera, do it. The handsome eyes are But the, you know, the sex eyes I want you, you know, that's what I give you the bro. That's that long stuff. That's that long stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's that long stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Max, bro. I think it's all about waking our guys up because, you know, I'm not, I refuse to just look at enough. And it's funny, it's. When women start, when women always say, "Man, like black men just need to be better men," mm-hmm. I don't even know if they know what that means. But I, I heard them loud and clear, and I said, "You're right." I have to take some kind of, of self accountabilities, mm-hmm. you know, with our brothers, with the people around us. Like mm-hmm. it starts with loving yourself. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That that shit gonna be uncomfortable as fuck. It for you might lose the person that you currently with, mm-hmm. but like the other side of that shit is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we see it time after time. People come on the other side of this thing. And when I was saying earlier about I missed our blueprint and even be alluded to it a little bit, it's because people who are listening to this yeah. are thriving. Shit, that's taking us years to figure out. <laughs> they doing it in weeks. Yeah, they doing it in weeks. I'm like, nigga, what? Yeah. How many bitches? Yeah. Huh? yeah, how many? How many? <laughs> how many boyfriends do you have, man? <laughs> and they all. They I'm sh- on my third, huh? They. Sh- I'm on my third and, year now. And you, you got know? there how? <laughs> Through press and play on reduce. Yeah, uh, what? Right. Giving all the credit. Oh, I credit yeah. you. I'm like, damn, what the, let's get this book done. <laughs> I'm sure. What? I need to read this motherfucker because I missed the passages. <laughs> passages. <laughs> well, but but that all came from the thought. And and I was even questioning. I was like, damn, should I bring that up on the show? But then I walked out the gym. And yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm just in grind mode, right? so that took me out of like my own little world, my routine that I'm going through every day. Mm-hmm. Like it took so me out of reality that. Reality hit you, sir. It did right then yeah. and there. And so then I called real, one man. of my other bitches, and I was like, "You're not gonna believe what just happened." Like a cougar, like aggressively. Mm-hmm. You Cougared. know what I'm saying? I mean, cougar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kids in the car and all. <laughs> Like aggressive, a cougar, cougar. Because I heard her say it, and I just kept walking, and I was like, "Man, I know this bitch ain't talking to me." She was. You can't be talking to me. She was like, "Don't ignore me." You heard me, and I said, oh. mm. "She mm. doubled back." Oh, mm. she doubled back. She doubled back. Mm. Man, now that's impressive. Oh, that's mm. that's impressive. You know that should have did something for you. Yeah. It, it definitely did. It brought this conversation aboard. Mm. Mm. And how we how we how I, how men period like if the the women in your life that you are even if you ain't sexually a- active with them even if you just flirting with them at the time whatever the case may be you know what I'm saying that handsome shit don't never call me that mm. right if we friends we friends there's no need to yeah, no call need me to. handsome there's no need to comment on no anything you right now you right about that <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying there's no keep need. that shit to yourself keep yeah. it to yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, man, looks good. I, bitch, I know. Because this bitch just texts me. She want me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the See, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. real, though. I know that. Because yeah. these bitches are telling me it is. Yeah. You, you don't have to. Yeah. We are friends. No, we, we good. Yeah. Friends yeah. on show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, we don't keep have to me do there. This. You know your brain. <laughs> don't blur the lines, bitch. And I said I was going to give up, bitch. But nah. Don't blur them lines, bitch. Don't blur them lines. Yeah, your presence your presence should bring on certain things. You know, I, you know. <laughs> when I'm talking to my wife on a bunch of occasions, she'll mm-hmm. just interrupt what I'm saying, just say, "You look so good." Mm-hmm. Like uh, while I'm speaking, hey, so now I'm thrown completely off. Hey, I can't even fathom what the conversation hey, was. Mm-hmm. And like hey. I said, 
there's different hand movements mm. from when you're handsome. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait, there's wait, different wait. hand movements. Let's speak to oh, Go ahead. Speak to yeah, go ahead. There's yeah. different hand <laughs> movements to when you're called handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To when you're big fine mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. sexy. Mm-hmm. When they tell you you look so good. Mm-hmm. Versus when they tell you, oh, you look nice. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever tell me I look mm-hmm. nice. You look mm-hmm. so nice. You look so nice. Now, you my look- grandma should tell Bring me that, that energy. I have on the three pieces. Bring that right. energy. That energy should get thick. All right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, and if you're real shit. with it and everything you know really about? real with it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It yeah. should be a battle royal soon. Yeah. Because I think it's so easy <laughs> for men to express that, though. Like, we, by the, we, we know we got the, the openness to be the talk that talk yeah for sure we yeah. coming at you with it like we yeah aggressively you know that's how you know we want to fuck you, you know, know. What I'm, saying? I'm saying it <laughs> no, no doubt about it. <laughs> you, you know don't have nothing to think about you don't have nothing to think about sir so please don't give me nothing to think about yeah exactly man <laughs> so yeah that was for my kids shout out to our peas man yeah, peas don't even know I was gonna bring that up man but um I appreciate that and uh support yeah it's a great topic. Yeah, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna ask y'all. Do y'all? Mm-hmm. I, I had, I went to a party last night. Shout out mm-hmm. to my home girl. It was her birthday yesterday. It was, it was one of my friends, the lady, young lady who bought the bag. But mm-hmm. it was her birthday mm-hmm. yesterday, Mr. and it was yeah. one of my, uh, one of my high school home girls. It was her birthday yesterday. So we had a, uh, a whole big get together with all the friends from high school and shit. We all got together and just, you know, uh, vibed out. But it was so many motherfuckers that got pushed to their edge when it came to that drinking shit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I wanna know, do y'all niggas know y'all edge when it come to, mm. you know what I'm saying? Cause none of y'all motherfuckers don't go out. These two mm. motherfuckers, I know they don't go out. Fred and Dedrick, they don't go mm. out at all. Mm-hmm. But you go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I go out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But when it come to drinking alcohol, how mm. how close do you play with play with that shit and do you know where the fuck your shit at where you can where you gotta stop yes mm-hmm. I do I don't well, know, know how we, you know Dedrick cause your ass don't fucking don't do fucking shit drink. your ass fucking drank that motherfucking angry orchard angry orchard I was gonna say my line ain't that long the line ain't that long for me uh-huh. it could be wine it could be anger orchard it could be mm-hmm. Malibu it could be vodka it don't matter mm-hmm. I'm one and a half in and I'm good mm-hmm. yeah I'm you one and a half in you know, go out over the years. I think our most partying days was, you know, but oh, just a yeah. bunch of house parties and type mm-hmm. shit like that. So that's why I learned my tolerance. Like, um, it depends too. Like I, like I was drinking a protein drink before this. Like I'm just at that point now where I'm gonna eat something before I drink. But back in the day, I mean, it would be sometimes where I'd be like, shit, let me be light with the eating because I need to feel this alcohol. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, but then like I would just. Mm. I probably only been seriously fucked up like three times. The, mm-hmm. the day before I found out I was finna have a baby, mm. um, and just two other times we, it, but we was we was drinking a lot mm. through my twenties. The room would be spinning, but once I became a smoker, once I started smoking, that I mean the drinking almost literally like came to a halt. Mm. Yeah, that's you know how it's me. Yeah, like it literally. I mean a cup and I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, like I drink a cup then. I may buy another one and I sip on it real slow. Mm-hmm. If I I see where I'm at with it, you know what I'm saying, and and, and that's pretty much like my tolerance when I'm out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so Deja, you just yeah yeah two, two orchards <laughs> yeah, yeah it could be two orchards I'm done. Yeah. Uh, lately with wine, I've been heavy on the wine. I can go two glasses with wine, and then the, it just kind of seemed like all the lights just start fading, and ain't nobody touch the lights. Yeah. You know, it's just in my head. Uh, but liquor, nah, man. I I I'm probably one good cup. Yeah. 
one good cup and I'm done for with that. Yeah. I'm done for. Mm-hmm. I'm done for. My shit ain't really like I really don't have a limit for real. Like mm. I could push myself super far. I mean Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy. You know what I'm saying? But it's been those I I got like I got locked up one time for driving drunk, but mm-hmm. I didn't get a DUI cuz my license was suspended. Mm-hmm. And they ended up just like, "Oh, I'm we just going to take you to jail for the license." Suspended. Just come on. Man. Not, come on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so they, they they definitely looked out for a nigga on that shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then uh it's been a couple times I blacked out, but mm-hmm. that was like being 25 mm-hmm. and turning 25 and mm-hmm. everywhere you turn when you went out that night some Everybody's just shoving the Patron shot in your hand. Oh, yeah. You I remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that shit happened, and that shit just had a nigga blacked out. But on a regular, like, night, I can, I really can have probably about six, seven Sheesh. goddamn drinks and be straight, you know what I'm saying, to the point mm. of where mm-hmm. I'm still functioning as me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like how Fred said, when you add that weed to the shit, mm-hmm. That might put push that eight down to like a five. <laughs> yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then a five is just like once you get to that once you get to like five, you coasting off bill. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like and the bill gonna get you home. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We got a full but, technique over there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, shit. I don't, a lot of people when I be fucked up, people don't know that I'm fucked up. It's like you just handle yourself. Mm-hmm. Just normally, you know what I'm saying? That really mm-hmm. this is how I be. I just be super, just, mm-hmm. you know, using all my attention to stay, like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Aware, just mm-hmm. posture as mm-hmm. myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, uh, I don't know, like, that, that should just be, it just be regular for me. I, I mean, it is intense. It's an intense experience, you know what I'm saying? To have mm-hmm. a, a fucking blunt, like how we be, how I be rolling the motherfuckers, and mm-hmm. then, you know, five drinks on top of that motherfucker. And then I got to look out for seven motherfuckers, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I'm still, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, they're going to be the designated driver. I'm going to be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, all that shit. So I still got to be on my P's and Q's when it comes to that type of shit. But, mm-hmm. you know, that shit is just to watch them niggas go in like how they went in last night. Mm-hmm. And everybody like texting a nigga after that shit, like, boy, I was fucked. Like, I'm literally, like, I can't move right now. I'm like, damn, like, do everybody like get in these positions where they be riding their people and they just like let go and they don't really know where the fuck they, they edge it? You know what I'm saying? When it comes yeah, to A lot that. of people do that, I'm sure. Yeah, they comfortable man. in the environment, the people they're around. So, yeah. they probably free. They probably free. Yeah, I'm free though, but shit, that shit. I've only felt that. I've only felt that why I couldn't move after I was drunk twice my whole life. I feel like that shit is just not being nice to yourself though. No, it's, it's not. Like, that shit is like just really not mm-hmm. being nice to yourself. Yeah. To get to your get yourself to that point to where you know the next day you is gonna be in shambles. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Right. That shit like, surprised me every time I'm in shambles. I'm like, damn. Or even the night, that <laughs> night, that <laughs> night to have yourself <laughs> in shambles like that, the way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You just yeah. fucked up. It's just like, damn, yeah. like, that's just, I think that's just mean. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Water, I'm on all that shit. Take, I, be, I treat drinking like a responsibility. Yeah. Not smoking it, you know, I just light it on up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but drinking, I'm like, I need to be, my stomach need to be okay. Like, everything need yeah. to be great for me to go in. And drink, and if I'm around people I fuck with, I just like to dance and act silly when I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm not an emotional drunk. I'm a I'm a 
I'm a sexually aggressive drunk. Yeah, that's what I am. Especially through like text and shit. But a lot, if you deal with me, like that shit you like love, because that stuff you only get when I, I only do certain shit when I'm drunk. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm a great person. <laughs> For the most part. Bitch, I'd have bitches like, you know how niggas be trying to get bitches drunk? You know what I'm saying? Just to easing up the vibe, because well, they can't know. like fuck bitches off of just like soberness. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole culture, that whole college culture, like getting bitches drunk. So no, I know it's military. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's. that's I don't that's see how niggas do that shit. Yeah, my, fucking my, my fucking experience with women once you get them on liquor, like mm-hmm. that's just wild card. It's though. like a shutdown. That motherfucker just literally shut uh-huh. the fuck down. Like you finna yeah. like go in on a motherfucker that mm-hmm. don't got no life in them. No, yeah, that's yeah. like that's disgusting. Some yeah, sexual, you know what I'm saying, assault, mm. really. You know what I'm saying? Like now if it's something if it's she's verbatimly saying to you, like, hey, this is what I like to do and do yeah. that. But if you intentionally exactly. That's like what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, if you intentionally like we gonna get drunk cause I know it's but then I uh, like to, like you say, I'm I'm the type of nigga. Once stress. I get to that point when I'm lit like that, I like mm-hmm. to give energy and receive energy back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I ain't yeah. getting nothing back, it's oh, yeah, just facts. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you could be telling me that's what you like all day. It's mm-hmm. just like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna get there. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how the fuck. You can I'm tell gonna get me there. all day, but man, yeah. you can't be over here lifeless, baby. Like, yeah, yeah. and you want me to feeling sorry the whole time. Damn, nah, bro. At least be halfway alive. Yeah, that's why a lot of bitches really trust it. Coming through like our spot because we was like young niggas, but at the same time, like we just ain't play that shit. Like that was yeah. some real weirdo shit. To, like we just felt, <clears throat> we just felt like we could get bitches as who we are. Mm-hmm. Now we get drunk and we smoking all that shit. We partying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we maybe may make it the fucking we maybe not, but chances are we just gonna pass out up here on the, <laughs> you know, on the joint. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not even a big deal like that. So, yeah, but it's a whole culture of, like, we have to have bitches over here. We have to get them drunk because none of us can kind of get sex without the two. That sounds nuts. I don't even yeah. know what the fuck that is. College yeah. culture, bro. That's, that's that's college culture, period, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, he right. I, I went to a lot of college parties, you know, when I wasn't in college. You know what I'm saying? So I seen it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like Fred said, it's just mm-hmm. I ain't got that in me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got that. Actually, man, if you got it, man, ask the women in your life, everybody even listen to this. Tell them to give y'all these stories. Cause women be having these stories. They got them, I know they do. They be the tucked away. Like I was saying the other day, women hold all the secrets. This niggas walk around here, this did some disgusting shit. I'm and the sure. bitch just ain't saying nothing. I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, that's like that's yeah. <laughs> like I believe it though. I mean, I'm not I mean, surprised. Bitches hold all the secrets. Mm. Think about the most embarrassing shit. Maybe you don't deal with a bitch outside of anything disgusting, but like just some some vulnerable shit. Yeah, and you forget that this person noticed about you when you be out and about you. They be like, damn, you do know that about me. You like the only bitch in the world that noticed. Man, it's crazy. You know what man. I'm saying? Like, I've never even been able to have that moment again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but they know it. And at any time, if they wanted to expose whatever they want to expose, they yeah, that's crazy. That's why when niggas be wilding on their chick, I be like, bro, okay, yeah, she knows because she, she, she knows some shit. She knows everything. <laughs> she knows. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she knows some shit. Might even know how to get you set up to get robbed. But that's another story. Mm. Angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> Pray with us. See me. I look. <laughs> look, man. Don't get me to because it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, Bitches get mad. Of, like they they Yeah, I done seen a lot of things. I wanna do this and unfortunately I'm on the other side of a lot of this shit. Thank hand God. bitches vent and and trying to like do evil shit. Mm. 
and me, I'm not the type. I'm not talking you out of nothing. I'm just observing nature. Yeah. When I see a, a tiger eat a baby deer, I ain't trying to stop. Please stop. <laughs> oh no, this gonna happen regardless. I just, I just yeah. got front row tickets. Yeah. I just got front row tickets to see something that I probably wouldn't have ever imagined. Ever, exactly. Yeah. Because I'm never getting involved in this shit. I, I, yeah. This will never happened in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. oh, let's see how this shit plays out. Mm. Yeah. You know. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you know unfortunately. That's nice. For sure. Ooh. So how do we start this conversation? Drinking. Oh, drinking. Okay. Couldn't Damn. tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, you've been around you the world. It. Leave it up to Fred. We're going to always end up in the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah man. We're going to always I'll, end up in the bag. In the round the world. Ay, 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 ay. my baby. Wow. All right, man. All right, let's see. Let's see. Shout out to, um, shout out to James Harden. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Newly with the Nets. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And um, they happened to put up like 78 points Shh. yesterday between KD and Harden. With mm-hmm. no practice. With no practice together. Mm-hmm. And God. I think the NBA went. The NBA is always great when you have a great villain. Yeah, for sure. I love LeBron. Don't get me wrong. But I, we love LeBron fans. We really loved him because he was a villain. He's been a villain most of his career. Mm-hmm. Like his – I mean, really – well, I guess when he went back to Cleveland, he was a little bit of the. Yeah, and, but now he's mostly like, all right, man, I'm on the tail end of my shit. Yeah, right, I'm finna win yeah. championships. He's a hero now. But KD, yeah. James Harden, yeah. and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, always. That's a yeah, trio probably. from hell. I hate all of them yeah. niggas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I, I couldn't, I can't even really pinpoint to you the reasons I hated Kobe. But I hated him. Maybe I hated him because he was just so great. I got so many reasons I hate KD, Kyrie, and James mm-hmm. Harden. And I love it. Like, I love that. Damn, we really, it's back. The league. Like, I haven't it. had this feeling since Kobe. Like, really, like. Yeah. The league needed. The well, league needed. What's the Golden State? I had, I had that. Oh, thing. yeah, you had the Golden State. We all had the Golden State. The KD Golden State. The KD, yeah. Really, did we really How hate, mad can you be at Curry That's what I'm saying. Did we really hate Stealth? Yeah. No, but it was, really it was the KD. You had, we had KD. We had Draymond, too. But, Trey, but we hear a nigga though. So but we hated him though. We did. Yeah, we he was yeah. loud mouth. I definitely he was a loud mouth. We hated Draymond. I remember past shows we used to kill Draymond. Yeah. But he he earned our respect though. Yeah. He earned our respect. Yeah. He earned our respect. But you, you right. Know. You right. Uh, yeah. So the, the villain. I'm excited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that the NBA has an excellent villain. I mean, I'm terrified yeah. of these niggas. Yeah. I ain't gonna even sit here and hold you. Just because of Game One, that first game, I went. <laughs> I went terrified until I seen that stat line. How you score one twelve and fourteen? <laughs> In your debut with no practice, you literally Bro. get off the plane. That fourteen is the scary part because that Kyrie fourteen is scary. so scary, bro. They gotta Kyrie, move Kyrie to the two. So scary. They gotta move him to the two. If I'm them, I'm just trading them, bro. I don't think they you can make them. all three. Of that if you could, I'm taking six. Bit you got Harden for three more years. Signed up. You got KD for five, six. How, how do you, they got two years left for they opt out. Basically, them niggas not opting out. Yeah. Harden and KD is they them niggas together. together. They stand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That Brooklyn gonna be straight. You got to take because that bench is gonna be a problem they in the playoffs. Now them niggas played that majority of the game, but you can't play a team like the Lakers that's that deep because they coming at you all game. They got players on the bench that can come at the Nets eventually. You gonna get tired of Braun go head first to the rim. I want everything what you saying to be true. Mm-hmm. I want it to be true, mm-hmm. but I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, I'm terrified as it is. This nervous speak. I'm saying. I ain't listen. We gonna find out Monday. All three of them playing together yeah. for the first time Monday. So we yeah. gonna find out. Bro, what if they can all do. three of them niggas click, that's what I'm hoping don't. Happen. That's why I'm saying what if I'm saying. All three I'm of them. That if all three of them click, 
And it's effless. Yeah. We got to start having some conversations. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that last night's. That was scary. Bro, bro. Who gonna stop these niggas, bro? bro. These niggas, bro. AD and Brogan have to average 50 on the boys. That shit nuts, bro. Because Jay Hart, yeah, like, he's gonna have like to. I mean, I tell you, AD's gonna have to be Shaq. He gonna have to. He gonna have to look. Mm-hmm. You know how we always say, "Damn, boy, Shaq played in these days. He yeah. would just be scoring eighty points a night." Yeah. Ad gonna, AD have, gonna to. have to pull that out of him. Yeah. Gonna have to. Cause I'm, I'm afraid we gonna see. They, <laughs> all three of them play tomorrow. I'm on Monday. Yeah, but, so who, Monday. who do you Monday. feel like is the elite guard on the? Uh, is, is Schroeder gonna be able to? Uh, you got to guard Kyrie. You gotta push it, it, can Kyrie. he do it though? He can, can bother Kyrie. I think, I think he can bother. He's him big enough. enough. He's ferocious <laughs> enough to bother. And Kyrie gonna have to guard him. Yeah, it's the important thing. You gonna have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if you don't wear them niggas out on that other end, if you just if you missing shots, cause them niggas ain't missing. We we see hard can get wide. They not they not missing. Yeah, no. (laughs) You say hard and. Could get more. Yeah, he could. When he got two this superstars, you're right, bro, you're right, you're right, you're the right. energy that's been, like, you seen the shit that was happening with Kyrie, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. with uh, KD, Curry, yeah. and uh, Clay. Clay. Yeah. Like, this shit, though, yeah. this different. This is different. Yeah, this, this is different. different. This is different. This is supreme firepower. This bro, yeah. This is supreme. You could look at a stat line and see 30, 30, and 31. <laughs> bro. That's, that's, that's 90, 90 points. <laughs> DeAndre gave us six points. Oh, yeah. you love the and, and that's, and that's on a win. Tuesday. That's on a Tuesday versus uh, the Magic. <laughs> Bro. And like I was saying, that 14 is the scariest because I was okay with just KD and Kyrie. I'm like, them niggas not going to make the team better. Them niggas mm-hmm. just going to score. This nigga hard going to give you 14 assists along you- with 40 Bro. points. <laughs> Like, nigga, you gonna That's give me forty and a thousand assists? Yeah, I, I'm looking at the stat line last night. Oh, I was like, yeah, they'll, give, they'll come out get you thirty three and five, <laughs> something like that. You know, man, I looked at this nigga's stat line. I said, what? No, this nigga just, that nigga created seventy points. And KD just out there by him. This nigga KD this scored forty two. <laughs> that nigga scored forty two points on fifteen shots. Fifteen shots, bro. My nigga, what? How you scored forty two points on fifteen shots? And you can just you look at the magic on the highlights. They are just <laughs> they are just dying out there. You can see the magic head coaches. Uh, he out there just like go 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 go. They like bro, chill, bro. Ain't that that we can shit do. was like just a one on one masterpiece every job. And I'm like, they can do that. That shit disgusting. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh man, so yeah, it's I, good for the league though. I'm it's scared, good for the league. Yeah, yeah. LeBron them still having fun though. Like you can see them on the yeah. court. They just I still, really, I still like the, what's gonna scare Montrez, me. Like they, yeah, they, they really fun. clicking, I'm confident. bro. I'm still confident that the Lakers can win like in maybe six or seven. It depends on what the Nets do with that bench because that's yeah. where it's gonna get. Niggas is looking at the Nets. What's the mm. six man on the Clippers? Um, on the Clippers, it's, it's um, what's Lou? Uh, Lou? Lou, it's niggas like that around the league looking like oh, they ain't got nothing left to give. They that's don't. the thing. You man, you got they gonna have to get other teams to release players so they can buy them in. That's that's the only way they got because they don't got no pieces, bro. Like you know this shit is somebody gonna, gonna get released and they gonna end up on the Nets. Somebody gonna get released. Well, yeah, and end up on valuable the Nets. though. The only part name I know you is Hassan Whiteside, and he lead the league in blocks. If they can get him down there with DeAndre Jordan, man, there's no way. That's not. That's, 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 that's entirely too much money. If they wave him, if they wave him, they're not gonna wave. He don't want to be there. Hassan Whiteside. He don't want to be there. All right, they gonna. I hope they do. Trade, bro. I hope they do. Too valuable of an asset. I hope they do. That's too valuable of an asset. I hope they do. Yeah. I just feel like it's niggas out here in the street. Like, I go get Stephon Marbury. I, I'm just, I go get Allen Iverson. I just Stephon go get niggas who can hoop. I go to the big three or Ice Cube League. I just go find niggas who yeah, can still Steven run Jackson, the court. Bro, you just find niggas that can run the court. 
and get a nigga's way on defense. It's going to be interesting what they do. I think the Nets has a symbol right now is Lakers and Six. <laughs> but like Fred said, if you add depth scary, to their bench, like, man. And we don't know what. It depends. We got to see what they Kyrie see what Kyrie, you're right. Like, we got to see what. Kyrie come in on Monday and it's 30, 30, 33. I don't care who got it. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Man, we gonna have to have we gonna have to start having some talks, boy. Like Bron about to be stuck with four, dog. <laughs> I need Bron to get that fifth one so bad. Yeah, to me, he said Bron would take to the Wizards, talk to him. Bradley Beal, <laughs> get Bradley Beal, please. Yeah, they please. gonna have to do something, boy. We gonna nah, see. I lie. We gonna see. We, we gonna, gonna see. see. We gonna see. Shout out to our it's fun though. Fun sports, man. Yeah, that was yeah. something. I, I was like, yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, it's fun. Man, this it's is fun. fun. This nice, culture bro. at this point. That's why I'm NBA, scared, bro. The NBA is the best league in the world. Yeah, it's gonna be one of the great seasons. Yeah, yeah. And it's the best league in the world. I love being this type of scared because I don't have the respect yeah. for KD that I had for Kobe. Yeah, because like Kobe did it, but he just did it all type of ways. You want to mm-hmm. say with a partner in crime by himself? Yeah, he Kobe shoved it in your face. Kobe right. shoved it in your face. So it was a great reason to have a healthy hate for this mm-hmm. nigga. But right. with KD, it's just like you. T- it's a cheating kind of hate. But yeah. so, but this. Now that KD has one already, and, and then you got Harden, like, I, we, we, these niggas, we love these niggas for real, yeah, for, for sure, real. for sure. But in the basketball sense, it's like, oh, I feel that hate again. Yeah. Like, this it. This the team, boy. With a nervous hate. It's, it's, a, it's nervous a nervous hate. hate. It's, it's like, damn. Because right? with the Warriors, we really <laughs> wanted them to lose. Yeah. But we really wanted them to lose. But it wasn't no, it was too But much. this here? Yeah. <laughs> it's different, though. Yeah. And Irvin ain't even on the it's floor. It's a different feeling. Yeah, it's a whole different, different feeling. Steve Nash, when Steve Nash came out there, he said, yeah, we, we haven't practiced. I said, yeah. what? <laughs> Y'all mean you ain't even have a chance to run a play for these boys? Just tip up and hoop? That's scary. That's right, man. That's right. That's you right. They, you right. When, Ky- when, when Kyrie said that they don't need a coach, everybody said it. And looked they at that man like, what the fuck what are you talking about? about? Yeah. 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 And then when you hear that man say they didn't practice, and he, you like, hey, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, oh you're right. Kyrie, I have to somebody to do the interview. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and people got to understand as well, you know what I'm saying? I, I, he, they got Mike D'Antoni over there, who do. is Harden's favorite coach. Correct. Yeah. So, correct. We're going to we'll see, see though. man. Yeah, we'll see, Tomorrow man. Tomorrow they play the Bucks at uh, 6.30 on TNT. Oh, my God. Poor Bucks. That, ooh. In Milwaukee. Poor East. Poor Anta Tacumpa. Poor East. As soon as you get LeBron now, you got to deal with this shit? Yeah. Yeah, Giannis got to be sick this morning. Like when I trade went through Giannis, I just yeah. left LeBron. LeBron just left the. <coughs> and now Giannis he's dealing with this three. Giannis needs a superstar because this ain't you not. It ain't nothing out there. Even if let's just say somehow that team get beat by the. Let's just say because when big threes first get together, it's hard to, to play all shit. So let's just say they happen to lose maybe in the the, uh, the conference finals, whatever the conference finals or whatever. Let's just say that's you got to work. That's a problem. They gonna get a bench in that. That's a. They not so the going Bucks, like, yeah. if I'm if I'm Giannis just signed that kind, you got to give me a superstar, bro. Ain't nobody out there for him. All I the mean, help is station. Who? You could get Bill, and he you going home in five. Mm. Bill and Giannis <laughs> and Chris Middleton going home in five. Yeah, in five. No matter it's the Lakers or the Nets. That's what I'm saying. The NBA is locked Boy, up. John Morant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they go gotta get Zion and Morant to come yeah. to the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? It's Shout out to Lonzo Ball. <laughs> My, I'm telling y'all now, like, soon as this shit up with LeBron and the Lakers, you're a superstar. You know, I'm Laker be, Nation I might be shot, on it. 
Oh, I'm horny. Yeah. I can't wait. He's to definitely th- a star. He's, oh, it's a amazing star. to see. I watch every game that he's played. I've watched. He a star. He, he leading so- all rookies in all categories. Assists, rebounding, block shots, averaging fifteen and nine. Like, bro, like I think the Warriors made a mistake. Twelve games. They should obviously. I bro. said they made the mistake. Obviously, I said, why bro. y'all don't put Lamelo with Steph and Clay? I mean, Are good God, and Steph, and Steph don't need the ball. No, Steph, Steph don't what? need the ball what? at all. This nigga can just run around. None of them niggas need the ball. Three niggas that you just named. Ball, and Lamelo can be Magic Johnson out there with them. Uh, I agree with you. I think they I love Wiseman. Don't get me wrong, but Lamelo, nice that's, that's a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Superstar. You right. Shout out to the NBA, man. Yeah, he already. They a little brother of like stars yeah. already. Like yeah. he already yeah. know how to be yeah. a teammate, bro. Yeah. He the final product, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He the bro. final product. Goes in his mouth. Yeah, that Team shit was amazing. Love when I seen that nigga with them goals in my yeah. like, oh, this the nigga I this, was looking for. Right. This the right. nigga I was looking Superstar. for. Superstar. what's Charlotte? Six, seven miles away, yeah. eight hours, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Nigga, nigga, I'm a hornet with LeBron. <laughs> <hand> up, <dude. laughs> uh, all right, man. All right. Uh, shout out to the uh, NBA as a whole. Yes. <clears throat> uh, just some random news. Over 760,000. Uh, pounds of hot pockets were recalled because they may <laughs> contain pieces of glass and plastic. This nigga, so you know, I just did a little bit of random. Glad that one in our era, boy. We was eating hot yeah, pockets. Yeah, it probably it probably was in that end. It too. probably was. Well, you yeah. right. You right. Because they got like thirty flavors of hot pockets nine days. Yeah, they yeah, got Philly yeah. cheese steak and yeah. and octopus hot pockets, all yeah, kinds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Back in the G, yeah. nigga, it was meat lovers or cheese <laughs> yeah, yeah. or pepperoni. Or pepperoni yeah. <laughs> all right, so um. As we know, uh, Biden is about to get um, put in the inaugurated. office. Yeah, inaugurated. Wednesday, uh, and it's right? MLK, yeah, and it'll be MLK Day Monday. So uh, we're going to get a save after this conversation. I got you. Uh, but um, first I want to ask y'all who are y'all rooting for in the white militia versus the government <laughs> movement, like versus, you know what I'm saying, who y'all rooting for. But – what does, because I, I don't know, I, just in a simple form, like, what does civil rights, like, mean to y'all individually? Now, that, not even on some, like, oh, this, like, literally, like, how was your, how did you even find out, or when was the moment you find out, like, oh, this person is a civil rights icon? Oh, Martin Luther King was this who he was. Or uh, Malcolm X, oh, this is what he meant to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, when did the pieces as far as civil, civil rights, or have they ever came together for you? Is it something you ever even... Intentionally was like, oh, okay, I understand, you know, civil rights. Period, and how it affected. Well, I would say it affected the LGBT community. Everybody who's fighting for something right now, it started with black people and civil rights. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what's y'all re- for MLK? I want to ask y'all, what's y'all relationships just with civil rights? You know what I'm saying? Is it something you pay attention to? Is it something that affects you? Like, what's y'all relationship with that? The the, the book term civil rights and what we were taught or untaught in school and stuff like that, it's never affected me. Mm-hmm. Like It's never had any type of impact on me from being taught about it. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, when I start hearing the real-life interviews of the people who were there mm-hmm. and around, and mm-hmm. I'll start seeing the real-life images mm-hmm. and, like, the real-life things, the action, the riots in the street, the, you know, black people fighting off the police in the street, Martin Luther mm-hmm. King's actual speeches. Mm-hmm. When I started to see that, that's when it started connecting with me because I was like, oh, he was really out here. Beforehand, it was just kind of like, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is just somebody y'all telling me about. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I started seeing the real-life images and interviews and hearing the real stories, mm-hmm. that's when it started resonating, resonating with me and for me to look at Martin Luther King, how I look at him, mm-hmm. because he was really out here not trying to be a perfect man. He was mm-hmm. really out here trying to do right, wrong versus right. You know, mm-hmm. this is how you treat black people but versus how you treat white people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing about him being the same. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about him how people, like, build him up. Mm-hmm. Every time you hear people talk about Martin Luther King, they try to build him mm-hmm. like he was this angel. He never portrayed himself that way. Mm-hmm. He was smoking a box of cigarettes, you know what I'm saying, running around here trying to get Coretta off of him because he was in these streets. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was, hey, this is right, this is wrong, and I believe in this. Mm-hmm. So I respected him for him being stand up and, 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 and moving like he moved. So that that's civil rights to me, mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. When did it hit though? What? When oh, that me, was well, like, I was high school. Was it high school. Mm-hmm. I was out. Of, I was well out of high school because, like I said, you you're taught certain things, and especially you got white people teaching you. Mm-hmm. You know, white people not telling you, you know, mm-hmm. the real. They reading out of a book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when I got out of high school and I just got in the world more, because you know, mm-hmm. when you in school, you just really succumb to this certain type of space. But when you get out of school, that's when you started really seeing and being around other people and being exposed to other things. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things for me. Uh, so, yeah, when I got out of high school. Okay. <clears throat> for me, I think it was – I think I had some of the similar experiences with uh, Dedrick explaining. But the civil rights in its whole, how I seen it affect people, mm-hmm. happened in, like, elementary school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was just like – I see this being like a – a thing and like you say, I seen it transition into the LGBT thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen that as an extension of civil rights. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I definitely saw that. I was like, damn, like they own they fighting for their individuality in the same way and mm-hmm. their autonomy and their, you know, civil rights again, you know what I'm saying? Just like the, you know, black people was, but it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I different all, set of yeah. shit they doing with. Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely seen that in elementary school. It's probably like fourth grade, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely understood it in, t- in its entirety. But then, like David said, it was a it was a moment inside of that shit where it shifted for me once I got, you know, towards the end of my high school um, age and, you know, into adulthood where I was just like, oh, this person is actually a real person. He not perfect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. He never yeah. even portrayed that people mm-hmm. are projecting that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but at the same time if you look into it and you and you see what who he actually was he was just somebody that was fighting for equality you yeah. know what I'm saying and not portraying himself as this deity you know right, what I'm saying right, right. you know what I'm saying the, uh, like people it, it, and when I seen it when I was little I thought it was like some cult shit you know what I'm saying cause mm-hmm. the people that was projecting this idea of who the dude was was making him like a like a Jesus Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying and it's like damn like damn you gotta even be perfect you know what I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. it ain't even something that I feel like was real to a certain extent like I looked at him in the same way that I looked at Jesus mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like cause he just wasn't like to me every person that I saw that was a real person had plights, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like nobody really even talked about that until I seen and experienced some of the books and shit like that. Once I got to the you know latter half of my um, high school ex- uh, experience and yeah. when I was grown, you know what I'm saying? So that definitely that entire experience made up you know my my perception of what civil rights was. And then once I realized that that he was a real person, and that's that's when I realized like I could be something similar to that sure. in my environment, sure. you know what I'm saying? Because I definitely can't be the type of nigga that, 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? People was projecting True. him to be, you know what I'm saying? But the actual person he was, it was like, okay, that's a mm-hmm. that's a real person. For sure. You know what I'm saying? With a purpose though. For sure. Mm-hmm. So For sure. And I think they they uh purposely uh taught us um well not black people but just America. They used MLK as just a poster child. Mm-hmm. They was like, Don't ever get angry, don't mm-hmm. ever try to push forward, be peaceful like King. Oh, I had a dream that black and white kids would play together one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? When in reality he probably felt like Dr. Umar. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to the whole speech, you will see like he felt like Umar. Like he was he was telling white people shit the shit. We got in comments, we all poor. He was trying to but we we need to move as a unit because we are poor. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, that's eventually, reason he eventually uh, got killed. But um, I went to Martin Luther King Elementary School. So I was always like, I was all, yeah, I was always like, um, I, I was always seeing, they used to always have the walls plastered with the different civil rights shits. What's the stupid ass nigga name who did the brain surgery? Oh uh, shit, Ben Carson. Like, I, like Ben Carson was like a hero in our school as kids. You know what I'm saying? So when I start seeing him, like talk stupid or get into politics. I'm like, dog, like you are like a, a icon to some people, and like you tarnished all of that because of, of politics. And for black people who don't really understand politics, they take poli- they they are viewing politics with their feelings and not with any logic or any information. It's just you're conservative, and that's. Being conservatives is almost holding black people down. So that's as much as we deal with politics. Mm-hmm. So we weren't looking at Ben Carson like, oh, you are a black icon. We was looking at you a traitor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think with civil rights, in a way, it put us in this mindset to where it made us one-track-minded, but it had to at the time. Because the, the times we was living in, we needed to move as a unit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like we all need to be on the same page. That's why these days they be like, oh, where the black leaders at? I know people hate to, uh, hate this, but Umar is one of your black leaders. He's one of the people taking his time out to point out injustices at every single minute. And he's super duper black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So And I, and I heard somebody say if, if Malcolm X was still here, y'all would have canceled him and hated him. I mean, Definitely good God, sure. they would have got sure. X the fuck out of yeah, here. For sure. You know, just go watch the movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He done did everything he needed to do to get canceled. I'm surprised sure. that they ain't brought him back up to be canceled. For sure. You know what I'm saying? These days. That's true. You know, but, um, but civil rights are always... I always understood it. Yeah. It was black people's way to be political. Yeah. Uh hmm. King was smart. King was meeting with the president. King was the 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 key in between I need to explain to black people how politics work cuz all they understand right now is race. When you when you see the FBI kicking down doors and killing people, you ain't thinking about none of that other bullshit is going on in the country. Yeah. But you, if you have somebody king, if you're leaders that can speak to a crowd and say, this is what's going on. This is how we need to move organization. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm not even saying that we need that in these days because I just think we all – we need to figure out a different way if we're going to participate in the betterment of black people because there ain't no one nigga that's finna get – we all – hell, the men and women hate each other. You know what I'm saying? But we all black. So when it comes to you – know, all of us agree that we all black. Man, that shit is is I feel like that shit you say we all hate each other. It's it's an interesting dynamic. I mm-hmm. feel like we definitely it, it seems that way. It mm-hmm. feels that way. But yeah. I just don't think that's true. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we come from experiences from people who love each other but don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like all of us come from that. Right. 
Right. There ain't one person in this room or somebody. If you is listening to this shit and you seen experience with somebody, love somebody and mm-hmm. knew how to express it, you come to me. Let's talk because I want to get that type of influence in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been surrounded by and raised by people who mm-hmm. loved each other but really just didn't know how to express the shit. And that's mm-hmm. why we get the expressions like black people hate each other. It's mm-hmm. like, we really don't. Mm-hmm. We just really don't know how to express right. that conversation. love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like mm-hmm. what we ever seen yeah. of it. It's like you say, like mm-hmm. men and women, we don't even know how to communicate. Yeah. You know what I'm like saying? No matter what type of dynamic hate. it is, yeah. you might know how to communicate with your sisters. Right. But then as soon as you go and experience something else where it's sex involved, uh, it's mm-hmm. some form of uh, uh, separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the breakdown come in. At. Yeah, the first thought yeah. always is negativity with black folk. Mm-hmm. Like conversations, it's a negative thought before you can even have the conversation of, uh, of what needs to be had. Mm-hmm. That's what I've, I I experienced my whole life. Mm-hmm. If I came to you, Brian, and say, "Hey, Brian, hey, I, I want to holler at you about something real quick." Generally, you would think somebody would say, "Okay, bro, let's talk." Mm-hmm. But generally, the, always the first response is always, "For what? Mm-hmm. What you need to talk to me about? What's wrong? What the hell going on? <laughs> you see what I'm saying?" So that immediately poisons the air for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because the energy is off, tensions is high, and there's no reason for it. But like mm-hmm. you said, Brian, it's based off we weren't taught how to uh, welcome in conversation. We weren't mm-hmm. taught how, or we didn't even get to see it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When those things were presented to be done in a in a mm-hmm. in a great way. So mm-hmm. I want to read y'all true. this conversation between these two women. I was um, looking at on Twitter because, like I told y'all, these days I'm not, I'm just not in the business of going back and forth about. Anything like gender related Like I think we at the point now That it's like find somebody who likes you And your problems will be solved <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like at the end of, So I just like to skip to that part Like oh that person just don't like you That's why she's treating you that way That's why she Or that's why he's treating you this way they Just don't like you We don't We don't do that to people we like So I seen this um, tweet And it was something I just laughed it off But then I seen a chick reply to it now, This is between two women I usually stay out of women's business, but this time I dove right in because they was talking about black men. Take, take the advice next time. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> I feel black men are so obsessed with power and dominance in relationships because they don't have it in any other aspect of life. Hmm. And she replied, I feel black LGBTQ and black women practice power they wish they had in real life on this app. I also feel they make enemies for themselves constantly tweeting about everyone but white men and then get mad at black men uh, when they get ratioed. So I was like, huh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting back and forth. Mm -hmm. And it was. It's a great conversation to have, but the way they was ha- it's it's an argument for them. So you're not going to get far with it because it's points made on both sides. Because mm-hmm. I think us men who are on the other side of loving yourself, we can look at some of our brothers who don't love themselves that much, and we can see that they still believe in the idea of like, I need to be a man's man, man. I need to carry the world on my back. I need to, you know, what I'm saying I don't believe. I see some things. I don't believe in my girl working, and I'm like, man, like. Man, you don't love yourself at all, King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't. And, and I didn't at one point either, so I'm not judging you. Yeah. I'm just saying like that when I read stuff like that, that's where my brain goes now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, for you to say that, you ain't even thinking. You ain't thinking at all when you say some stupid shit like that. So, um, but anyway, in between, in between these two, and then she was like, uh, black women practice the power that they wish they had on the app in real life that they wish they had on the app. 
And I was like, that's very interesting because we don't talk enough about how different real life is mm-hmm. and how different shit like Twitter is. Mm-hmm. How different the conversations are with mm-hmm. women and men in real life and how different they are on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I be thinking, what makes you say? Because I feel like us, for the most part, this show sounds like our tweet when we tweet. Mm-hmm. Like everything we tweet and it's nothing that it's like, damn, you don't. You're a little bit more bolder on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm way bold in real life. Because Twitter, I really can't. Like, I just say a bunch of random shit. I, I can't. Yeah. There's no expression in it. I'm giving you expression and saying the same shit in real life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't carry that energy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what that is. But when you get in real life, is it is it an intimidation thing? Is it like I really don't believe in what I'm saying unless I'm in a conference of my own home with just my phone? Well, let me ask you this. In terms of your experience, why are you more bold in real life and not as bold on social media? Because I can say mm-hmm. the same thing. Like I'm super expressive in real life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people may think that I talk a lot, period, when they get around me, mm-hmm. especially when they listen to this. But when I go into my real life necessarily, I don't really talk as much as you – as you experience, y'all experience mm-hmm. me just because I feel like a lot of people just not going to understand when I start to express myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a lot of disconnect and a lot of the word choices I use and, you know what I'm saying, just where I'm going. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, y'all been around me enough to understand the people who listen to this podcast, been around me enough to understand and listen to me enough to understand just what the trajectory is. You know what I'm saying? To be able mm-hmm. to start a baseline conversation. So, mm-hmm. for me, my... It is different, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going, you're not going to really see me express myself on social media just because mm-hmm. it's limited, you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, it's just super, super limited. But when mm-hmm. you get in front of me, I can express something very broad to you, and you can get it in five minutes, you right. know what I'm saying? But right. for you, what's the difference in your experience, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And what you feel like the difference is and even the other dynamic, if you have a perspective, because I, I don't mm-hmm. really... I see that it's a difference for, you know, even black women on social media and shit like that and how they show up in real life. But mm-hmm. I don't really get this shit. I don't understand why it's mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I ain't really been inside a conversation with somebody to really break it down either. Mm-hmm. You know right, saying? right. Like, I, my best, what uh, well, one guess that I had was that a lot of men don't know how to have conversations, especially with women outside of wanting to fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they automatically just come in with some type of energy of like, I'm not even finna. In the t- there's no way this is going to end well. I don't think they had enough experiences where they could express themselves to a man mm-hmm. and get an intelligent, fuck intelligent, I ain't hate using that word, get a real, like, thought-out response back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, something that's not just, I'm going to give you this answer because I want to put my face in your ass in a couple mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't experience that a lot. But on Twitter, that that's the, I can get as buck wild as I wanted this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because... And even try this. Next time you see a bitch wild not on Twitter, just reply to it and look how calm the conversation gets right after that. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of even because I do that sometimes I just say shit on Twitter and it's just like I'm just throwing shit out. I use Twitter as like my diary almost. I'm just throwing, I'm throwing shit out that I just need to put into the air and just see what come back. But I think in real life, there's a um, I get to be intentional, like eye contact, like mm-hmm. you can see that, like you the last ten niggas you text they were. All these niggas wanted to fuck you. So that was the, like, you couldn't get past certain things. When I'm looking you in your face, you have to answer me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not flirting with you. Especially I'm talking to you about business, and I'm getting you so in that mode that you forget this is a conversation between a man and a woman. This is <clears throat> human beings talking. You know what I'm saying? So in real life, that's more, that's, 
that's it's a little bit more easier for me because I get to take the dynamics. So if you think I'm trying to like fuck you, or you think I care about mm. the words I say, not having good, t- yeah, yeah. Social media is a mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. Like social media is a front for people who don't have the courage to mm-hmm. be themselves or have conversations with people in real life. Mm-hmm. So like you said, Fred, I mean, you pretty much nailed it on the head at the beginning of you talking about this. Like, mm-hmm. they're in the comfort of their own home. There's nobody around to, you know, ask mm-hmm. them questions and put them in an uncomfortable position where they have to use their brain. Mm-hmm. They just go out and blabber mouth and put whatever they want on social media because they know there's no accountability to it. Mm-hmm. If me and you are having I'm a conversation, I'm not totally against that though. I, I, I no, won't no. because it is some type of accountability. No, no, no I'm just saying, it. like for somebody who knows in real life, they mm-hmm. don't have that same energy. I'm talking about gotcha, that specific gotcha, person. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, because if you do it, I know you know what I'm saying because you mm-hmm. an accountable person and you and you like. But a lot of people they they stay escape. They escape to be flaw. They escape to be a fraud. <laughs> You know, because they don't they have to be who they want to be, right? And they, right, right, right. Like who they actually want to be, but not holding right. themselves accountable for, mm-hmm. and, right? You know, on day to day basis, mm-hmm. basically, right? Yeah, because right. we hear it even with just like regular sex talk, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. the freakiest place on earth is Twitter. I'm uh, like, dog, earth. like yeah. what the fuck? On and we earth. be have we get motherfuckers on the show, and yeah. it's like, oh, fuck man, yeah. I've never tried that. I never. Yeah. Die Mountain Dew. I'm opening yeah. up. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Die Mountain Dew. Yeah. Huh? Like, what was all this? Yeah. So maybe it's inside of you. If you've exposed that, maybe this is inside of you. Maybe it has to be, you know what I'm saying, brought up whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I think the opportunity for people to express themselves and have conversations, that opens up folk. Like us. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes we've done on this show, mm-hmm. but this thing has really opened us up. To mm-hmm. where whether we're recording or not, mm-hmm. you know, we have the same type of conversations. Mm-hmm. Whether we're in front of a microphone or we're just chilling at somebody's house or we're out somewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not gifted that opportunity where they can get in environments where they can see like, oh, it's okay mm-hmm. to be expressive and be open as I need to be and as I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people come in with a cap on their conversation from the start. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot of shit, especially when they uh, do. Do y'all feel like that's equally as... So I feel like it's really a struggle inside the experiences with once you cross the genders, once you had a male and female dynamic. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I have always experienced that to be a, easier in male on like male and male experiences. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If y'all experience that, what y'all mm-hmm. what y'all feel about that? Is the same? I agree. Or is it? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I think when you get with the male and male experience, even though sometimes if you with somebody else, it could be ego, it could be shit that's in the middle with that. But I think men get to a certain place to where even if you are emotional, you know how to take your feelings out of something. And like, because mm-hmm. with feelings with men, you usually end up with like shootouts and fights. Mm-hmm. So like, we are conscious of that. There's no like, women that just get mad sometimes just to like put that in the conversation. Men, we understand if this is gonna be inserted in the conversation, it's not gonna be a lot of talking that mm-hmm. we gonna be able to have. Mm-hmm. But it, it, when you're doing that across gender, it that don't exist. There's no fight you finna go out at unless you just like beating bitches up. There's no fight you gonna say, let's step outside. Right no, you got to sit in that emotion. You got to sit in that yeah, you shit. Can't that escape barking. That. You can't now, escape I can say that. I can say it probably is once you get in the male on male to male experiences where it's a mutual uh attraction to one woman inside of it. Now maybe it becomes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit more, a you tad. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Awkward. And you, yeah. But for the women it seemed like it's just a it's a thing about sex. Like Fred said, it's a thing about sex that's in the 
you know what I'm saying, that get that blurs those lines, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, <sighs> you know, once you start to express to like, you know, a person that you even coming in contact cuz all this shit is attraction based. Everything in in your life is based off attraction. Nothing that mm-hmm. is is coming into your life and putting into your life is going to not be because of attraction, vibrations and shit like that. That's just pulling, you know, what's meant to be in your life, in your life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, once you come into that situation where, you know, you, because as a man, you're going to need women in your life to create what the fuck you want to create. As a woman, you're going to need other men in your life to create what you want to create. But at the same time, when you have those experiences with them, as a man, when you have those experiences coming into and you you want to build what you want to build, but... It's like how you say majority of niggas just in these experiences leading with they dick. You know what I'm saying? So it got a woman on her heels, you know what I'm saying, in terms of how, you know, they inviting men into masculine energy into their spaces. You know what I'm saying? It's like for me coming into those spaces, and I want to ask y'all, you know what I'm saying, in terms of how y'all build or not. And because and, you see me with the brand, like I'm trying to, I'm, sex is going to be a part of this motherfucker. And the communication about sex is going to be a real big part of this. And development around sex and sexual energy and how we expressing ourselves. So I'm especially needing women, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, and I need that to assist everything that we got going on. But at the same time, if I tell a person, you know, all right, I'm interested in that girl, like I, she's attractive to me, I'm not looking at that situation and saying that this woman is attractive to me sexually, physically, sexually. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like this person is just uh, attractive. Mm-hmm. It's something in that yeah. for me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the idea of physical sex is getting in the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? From y'all experiences, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, like... I think that's the greatest question of all time. Come on, slap. I think it's the greatest question of all time. <laughs> I really do. I mean, just hearing you say it, man, I do not have an answer. Yeah. I do not have you an ain't answer. You got no answer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, what like Brian said, like, what, how does the physical get in the, you know, start to get in the way? I, I don't know. I don't know because it's like if you see somebody and they real cool and you can have conversations about I don't know let's say it's let's say it's sports let's say out the room when you meet this person it's about so we're like wow you know what I'm saying you attract to this person because they could provide you with the content that you like to talk about mm-hmm. but in another in another I don't know a day or two or so of meeting the person and maybe getting to know the person you start seeing them in a different light maybe is that possible yes. Sexual attraction does come into play when you start coming around somebody. Now, I've been a component and said that women and men can not just be friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I believe that. I, I, I believe that, you know, men and women who are attracted to one another, you always find some type of attraction. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it no matter what it is, it could be the confidence in the person, it could be the person's eyes, it could be the way the person walks and talks. I don't know, but I always believe that there's always an opportunity there. Physically, eventually, don't know when, but I think it always presents itself. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Though I definitely agree that the is is there. It's it's something that's possible. Right. It's always something that's possible. But like I said, like uh, like attraction is something that's just moving all the time. Sure. You know what I'm saying. So if you can be a more dynamic thinker and it, it, like, but we not taught to be this way either. But if you could be a more dynamic thinker and say that I don't always have to like respond 
to attraction of the opposite sex if that's what sex that's what drives you sexually sure. because some people same sex you know sure. what I'm saying but it's like if, if I don't have to respond to that type of attraction this way only yeah it, it's a thinking thing yeah you know what I'm saying? But we don't have that example. But at the same time, we have a platform. We can start the conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how do you do that? I don't know. So, <laughs> so I, th- I think at the end of the day, we're dealing, with, we're dealing with the past, bro. Like, starting the conversation starts here. That's why I keep telling y'all, y'all are so important. Because as y'all continue to have these open and honest conversations and more people find out about Reduce Lunch and what y'all do, it's going to plant the seed it doesn't have to always just be about sex. Mm-hmm. Most women are responding that way because that's what it always is. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, men are only coming at them to only have sex mm-hmm. and not to create, not to work without it being, even if that's, why like we're talking about in that space, mm-hmm. we don't have to, but that's mm-hmm. what they're used to. It has to go there if there's that kind of attraction. You still have to set the foundation, though. You see what I'm saying? You got to set the foundation. This kind of go into a conversation that I want to have with you directly because we talked about You know exactly. You know what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about. So when it comes to that type of shit, when we come into these spaces with women, just like I said, we need women. We need attractive women for us. If we find them attractive, no matter what dynamic, this could be physically, aesthetically, this could be mentally, this could be spiritually, whatever. If like I came and I like Alicia was attractive to us. You see what I'm saying? Like everything that's in in this in this setting, it has to be fitted specifically for who we are, and when. You know, we 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 take these leaps forward and we make these movements forward. We have to be super intentional in terms of how we are expressing this attraction. Because if we're not making it clear for these women that this is a safe space, they're gonna assume the same shit of what came with their past experiences is is here. And we want to be super intentional. You know what I'm saying? We want to be super careful because we don't want this shit to blow up. You know what I'm saying? What we create, we we want this shit to to feed us. You know what I'm saying? On on level was that we ain't never seen a person get fed by their creativity and we know it's possible. Yeah. We know the feeling is here that's, you know what I'm saying, can get, you know, if once it is sustained over time, you know what I'm saying, the type of shit that's going to come with it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just, uh, we went, I don't even know how the fuck we got here. I know what, what the conversation is, though, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't really remember how you you know, started it up, but at the same time, I feel like the idea of creating these spaces to where people can just understand that the only this that's just not the only way that you can respond to uh, these your attractions in life. Once it's you know what I'm saying, it's mm-hmm. like just because you heterosexual don't mean every experience in your life has to be driven by sex in your you know, uh, male to female interactions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though it can it can be a possibility mm-hmm. that that's in there. Right. But the first priority, you know what I'm saying, in these mm-hmm. situations isn't so, so much so that. So so what of everything that you're saying when you, when you uh, put the foundation of what the relationship is? The relationship, you know, like you just said, everything, every, the foundation of what this relationship is, yeah, there's an attraction there, but there's, a, of course, a motive there for the creativity mm-hmm. and what we're trying to produce and what we're trying to put out. Mm-hmm. But what if, you know, I don't know, man, like I said, what if you're in a setting with this person? Mm-hmm. Now, this setting, the very same person that, you know what I'm saying, you're describing what you, the intent would be mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this is already out there. Mm-hmm. 
But if you were in the setting and the attraction is produced to levels of sex, mm-hmm. then what then? What if something gets acted on it then? What and the lines get blurred then? Then what? What then? But uh, it's a it's still a principle thing. You know what I'm saying? You still have to continue to evolve the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because this is about evolution at the same time. Where someone one can't be one forever. One has to transition into two, and two has to transition into three. This is just how time works. So if you're looking for something to consistently be the same, you can't grow. You see what I'm saying? So just evolve the conversation. I can't tell somebody specifically what exactly to do. That's your, that's you and your reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But baseline principle, okay, what, what was the baseline principle? Okay, mm-hmm. so where, where are we now? And if this act takes place, where is it going to take us? And then we're going to be committed to cultivating that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a responsibility. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, And it changes. It, coming into it with those intentions is a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's all responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what, no matter if it's just sex, no matter if it's just um, creativity, no matter if it's both married, mm-hmm. it's no different. Yeah, I, I think ultimately that's a, um, a sign of weakness. And when I say weakness... Understand what weakness means. You understand? Like, weakness comes in a lot of different forms. I have a weakness in discipline. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weak, I'm aware of the weakness. I know how to change the weakness. So, I'm learning how to change it into being a moderate strength for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know if I don't take the necessary steps to do that, it's going to be a weakness. Just how being around a woman and not being able to not fuck them is a weakness. It's just a weakness. It's just a, how can this other person be around this bitch and get stuff done and I'm not able to do it? I understand the different attraction things mm-hmm. that are happening that's in the room. I get it. But every man is going through that. Mm-hmm. This is the thing every nigga in these great United <laughs> States is going point, through. That's a great point, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point. So when I, me personally, and, and women can attest, every point. chick in my life can attest to this. Like women, you see it. Like bro, they feel comfortable, and I'm the most caveman of cavemen. Mm-hmm. They feel comfortable coming to my crib. Like yeah. Brian has introduced me to women who feel, we are, are, are have a creative relationship. That you you've been to my area. Yeah. Oh wait, well, yeah, we come. Right, you want me to bring some Hennessy? You want me to what's what's up? What's this, that, and the third? Mm-hmm. It's because the relationship that's built there. Mm-hmm. They know it. And the, oh, this nigga is disciplined enough in this area to never mm-hmm. cross these lines. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to get this experience. I see the change up happening to women all the time when they get to a place like, oh, you don't want to fuck me. Even if I want to fuck them, that ain't the. Yeah. I have a list of things I need to get done. That's last. If it <laughs> never happens, it's yeah. the, the three things above that probably won't happen either. Yeah. I'm not even put. I came here to be creative with you. I'm disciplined enough in my creativity to get that job done. Mm-hmm. There's no attractiveness that's not going to like deter me from that because I'm very strong in that area. Mm-hmm. Now I told you I'm I know niggas who are very strong in discipline areas. I can't wake up and go to work every morning at 6 a.m. I watched my mama struggle with this for 50 years. Watch my granddaddy struggle with this for 50 years. It's not so a weakness. Your strength is just an entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. 
Your strength is just in other areas. You're you're not disciplined enough to do this, mm-hmm. but you're disciplined enough to do the. It's a different schedule. It's like maybe I got to wake up a little later. Maybe I need this to be a little bit more. But it's so weaknesses and strength. You have to realize where you very strong at, mm-hmm. especially with dealing with women, and where you very weak at. I think that's a great point to say that every person is going through that same shit, and it's mm-hmm. a reason why certain people have certain payoffs and mm-hmm. certain people don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's because of how they're able to handle themselves in certain situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just just true. You got to, mm-hmm. you know, give, like, credence to truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like in those situations, if you want something and you feel like something is in the way and you're not able to stay disciplined, it's like if you want to lose weight mm-hmm. and your weakness is fried chicken and you can't stay away from fried chicken, yeah. you're probably not going to lose the weight. Period. It's not but everybody work. is dealing with that same thing. Yep. Their weakness might be cupcakes. Unfortunately, my weakness is fried chicken and cupcakes at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's yeah. a bunch of different weaknesses they did. But you're right. Like, yeah. and you see other people like, oh, you dealt with that. Yeah. You did that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'd be so proud of Larry because it's like, oh, that was, you You took that out of the park. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These are areas I have to get disciplined at. But you, it, yeah. click of a button. And I see stuff that happened for me where it's like, oh, this could be a click of a button. I can... And it's just harder for other people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is why. Wherever our lives went, I just happen to be strong in this area and weak in this area. Mm-hmm. But long as you're aware of it, and I guess just bring it back to the, uh, the the main part when you say making women feel safe. Like, man, we had a spot to where it's like you come into a house party environment with a bunch of dope ass niggas knowing you can get blackout drunk and nobody ain't gonna fucking touch you. Mm-hmm. There ain't no creep ass. I see the, the different room. shits. Yeah. We they coming on us. Mm-hmm. They they that's how that work. You'll never see a nigga pull off to the side. I ain't gonna cap. Jared was a, a, a ambitious young man, mm-hmm. but he was just so young. This nigga sixteen. We got thirty yeah. old bitches through the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he came. He he get he. But he like the puppy though. Game. He like the right, puppy. So right, it's like right. you you you, yeah, yeah, you know the right. Puppy. That's right. The right. They you know treated him like that all the time. Like all right, now that nigga fuck you. Yeah, you, I, he cute on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was fun. real curious. <laughs> yeah, real curious. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and like I said, and that's but even him seeing us growing up and say, "Damn, right. these yep. my niggas ain't no suck ass niggas." Right. You know what I'm saying? It might. It was other people he was around too who was noted. They niggas was <laughs> the worst niggas yeah. ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just an important, uh, an important environment. Period. Um, especially the one we create. Are trying to create, especially oh, Brian yeah. with the sex show. Like, I love that we could talk about. I, I tweeted it. I was like, I love that we could talk about sex in a non-aggressive way out loud because that's what that's all it is. You aggressively talking about sex, but nobody who's in the conversation is aggressively. Yeah. You can say something sexy and don't niggas like, well, what you? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. if it is, it's just a joke. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that shit get uncomfortable. Yeah, these bitches don't want to fuck you, bro. Yeah, they just want to express themselves. They just want to express themselves. They don't want to have sex with you, brother. Mm-hmm. It's not a hint for you, pal. <laughs> all right, <laughs> the niggas be thinking right. this is yeah. it. That's why I canceled out all hits. I don't approach women. I don't. I never want a woman's first experience with me being me coming on to them. Never. I just never want to do that. Yeah, never, I, I, I move you know, like that my whole life. Never. Yeah. I, I never want a woman <laughs> yeah. to feel like. 
oh, he's hitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hitting right. on you. you know, even if you're, even if I'm full blown attracted to you, yeah. I'm still coming at you as a human being first yeah. to have yeah. a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that is yeah. true. A lot of a lot of people can learn from that. Yeah. You approaching a young lady with just a disgusting demeanor, yeah. and they see it. Yeah, they're they not attracted to that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna get far with that. So I, I agree with that. Uh, hello. Hello. Speaking of that, no. Speaking of shit like that, boy. <laughs> hey, I was shooting from three in the cold on the bitch last night. I'm talking about it's cold as fuck outside, and I'm shooting from three, and I scored. You know what I'm saying? I can't really, you know, speak on high scored. You know, on the, on the reduced. Is this line. a recording? You know no, this <laughs> nigga lying. <laughs> this nigga talking. Oh, look. Thing had me standing in the cold bottle, but hey, yo. Yo, hey, yo. I'm gonna call you back. We haven't been on the court. Yo, this is. Hey, my this... dick gonna get some wins this year, man. Yo, bye, nigga. This is so funny that I can't laugh. <laughs> now, this how funny this is. I didn't know what was that. I thought Fred had a taped recording from Cardio Cold. <laughs> Major twice caught once out everywhere. But that. Is an all timer right yeah. there. Yeah, hey, no, too. hey. <laughs> that nigga retarded. Shout out Cartier, man. Shout out Cartier, man. Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah, right quick. All right, all right, all right. We're back. <laughs> um, WandaVision. That was pretty good. Shout out to uh, Disney, it? Marvel. What is yeah. it? WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, some people it's, was dissing it. It's, it's, it's sort of real slow. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's just interested. Interesting, because you don't know where it's gonna end up at. Is the thing like it's gonna? I think it's gonna end up in a dope place. Does it start slow though? It it, it depends what you. It not really. Not okay. really. It's not. It's it's a great. It's a great artistic visual like. All right. So you could tell they taking you on a journey. I'm gonna roll with you because yeah. a lot of people being kind of dissing it. Me and Kyrie gonna watch it today. Yeah. So. Nah, they don't. They people like I always say, man. When we that's why I want to shout out Amber Groot at the beginning of this, like. <laughs> It's it's some people that I just like I understand you don't have the capacity to understand what's going on because people don't know how like steps work. They don't they never seen nobody they never seen a process. Like they may get chicken nuggets from McDonald's, but they if they seen the process of how a chicken nugget was made, it just blow their mind. They wouldn't get like wow. So imagine living in a mind frame to where you only think about things in process. And that's where I'm at with it. I'm on episode two, but I see like, oh, I see not saying that I can predict where it's going, but yeah. I see like, oh, okay, y'all going to open up. up. Yeah, y'all setting me All up. Right, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, you know, I'm never like in the moment just trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So it's nothing that you can like. It's it's something that you can't binge watch. But, yeah, because they only put the first two episodes out. So I would, if you're not used, to, I will wait. I would say that you probably want to wait like the first four episodes come out. Um, the, the, so the you could get an idea, but I, I kind of see what they're doing. Like, it's yep. interesting. It's like a mystery. Type I want to see it. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It. And it's Marvel. Yeah, I snatched mm. the bitch last night. I never yes. heard of. Mm. I never heard of that um, extension of it. Is it something that they just it just came out? They newly just you know bringing this part of it up. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they they announced phases. The yeah, yeah, they yeah. announced phases. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Vision and uh, what's the name? Vision and um, uh, Vision, Wanda and Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wine from Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, All right, yeah, Cole. Well, I ain't gonna say this out loud. But, <laughs> but anyway, man. Uh, so we will come <laughs> kick it off to Brian for this uh, yeah. next conversation. So what's some other shit that uh, I feel like was a part of the? 
you know, that same conversation going into it and, and uh, extending that conversation about just, you know, understanding, you know what I'm saying, your strengths. What was it? Was you, weren't you just saying understanding something about your strengths? Your basically? strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. So this is a book called, it's called The Big Leap. It's by mm-hmm. uh, Gary, Gary Hen- Gay Hendricks. That's what the name, dude mm-hmm. name is. It's basically about, like, just being able to... Um, I haven't read the book yet, but you know, uh, I had a, a few conversations with um, again the young lady who bought me the uh, bag, mm. and uh, you know, it's just it's pretty dynamic conversation that we be able to pull through from just um, you know, just the information that we got uh, collectively. So she sent me a, a text with the uh, screenshot of the book, and she was just like, uh, "Focus on what it is you're really good at. Delegate every everything else. Operate in your zone of genius." Otherwise, you are outside of your realm and you are doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. And that shit just like shook the whole space and time I was in when I fucking read that shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck what you good at. Fuck what you great at. Like, just focus on what you're like number one priority is what are you genius at mm-hmm. and pour into that in your most dynamic experiences mm-hmm. because if you're not you're leaving space for mediocrity you're creating basically not like excellence mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like once I heard that and I'm like okay I definitely got to share this with my creative spaces. You know what I'm saying? I got to share this with the people that see the vision. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where are we Where are we with this? You know what I'm saying? What do you feel like your genius is? And how are you bringing that to the table every single time? And are you creating space for the other people around you to operate in their genius? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, are you aware of that? You know what I'm saying? Are we holding ourselves accountable for that at every moment? You know what I'm saying? And developing that over time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to bring that to the to the to the conversation to have it out loud, and and after that, you know what I'm saying? Like keep that shit moving. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're mm-hmm. not doing that, then what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think mine. Like I said, it was interesting because uh, me and Larry we talked for like an hour or two yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Just about. Almost uh, in the realm of this, I ain't gonna say about this, but it's in the realm of, in my opinion, intention. And I get to the uh, genius thing because I, I I made a point. Of, I'm at a point in life where I don't. I'm figuring out exactly uh, what my genius is because I, 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 after watching that movie Soul, like I realized, like damn, like like your purpose and what you're good at is just two different, like mm-hmm. totally different things. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I'm good. I'm good. Very. I'm very good at arranging. As far as um, um, anything creatively, you know what I'm saying? That's all we're making beats. It's arranging, arranging words. Like, I don't even write my words in order. I write them down and then I arrange them mm-hmm. how I need them to go. So, like, I think my, my process is on just me being me is where my genius is. And I can't give, like, the blueprint to how I got here. Like, I would probably take a little bit of therapy just so I can pinpoint mm-hmm. why repetitive processes are the way they are, why I think certain ways. Like, and I say none of this is a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I feel like once I go to th- I can literally, like, okay, this is, when I was eight, you know what I'm saying, this event <laughs> affected mm-hmm. why I don't do this or that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but like you were saying, um, 
I've, I felt just, I guess, an example with me, like I wasn't rapping for a long time. And I was doing, you know what I'm saying, even R.L. period, just a disservice by actively just not doing it when I know it's such a strength of mine. You know what I'm saying? It's such a, like, if I activate this, all of us are going to be better for it. You know what I'm saying? And I know that. Like, deep in my brain, like, I really know that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, do I want to be frustrated again? You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of frustrations that come with knowing you very good at something and the people around you don't have the capacity to know that you that good yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like trying to grow a product. Like, you know, a lot of people say you got to go outside of Jacksonville to blow up first and then Jacksonville appreciate you. Mm-hmm. That's a frustrating process, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's true, but it's a frustrating process it to be. It can be true. Right, in certain cases, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think with me, um, it was just getting out of my own way and finding my genius of... I have to apply my arrangement and just how I see things firsthand to a lot of this shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to be, like, every single day, you know what I'm saying, living this shit in some type of way. You know what I mean? Because, like, we gave our lives to this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my life, period. You know what I'm saying? When kids ask my daughter, like, what I do for a living, she was like, man, that nigga be making music and shit. That nigga do podcasts and shit. Like, he's not a fireman. He's not a police officer. You know what I'm saying? He's not this, that, and the third. Like, I'm 100% in on uh, what we are doing, you know what I'm saying, period. And I was talking to Larry yesterday about live shows and a bunch of other different things um, in that nature. And it was almost like... In, now to add the intention inside of the genius because if it's if you have your genius just sitting there idle what good is it for mm-hmm. you know so what good is your genius or even what you good because i still think that even with the things you're good great and better at i don't even throw those away they all in they all could be right there on the table mm-hmm. but what good is any of that shit you know what i'm saying without the super intention you know what I'm saying? And we'll talk about R&B mostly after this. You know what I'm saying? But I told him, like, how can we find this out? Like, what can we intentionally – how can we leave this conversation without feeling like it was just a conversation? It was just another repetitive – and not saying that's what we do, but literally saying, okay, let's be more intentional. Like, let's be, like, super direct. Why isn't this happening? And something, and I know I'm a little off the thing, but something I want to do with all y'all, whether it's after the day of the show called P, like I wanted to get a big board and 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 get everybody's write down what's holding you back from doing uh, whatever. Is this this what is stopping you from being a creative? Because we all have things in our lives that are like stopping us at certain points where we can't do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I want to see everybody's. So I would know how to strategically move after that because uh, transparency is going to be very important in in being successful. And if I know I have this, 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 the third, this is what I'm working with, I can move forward. So I think, and and, and me on the outside looking in, I think, B, um, you brought the conversation, but to me, I feel like your genius is pulling then you can explain what you think but mm-hmm. I feel like it's I would definitely on this I, I definitely want to get different perspectives mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate yeah. you for leading with that yeah it, it, it's it's pulling the because I'm a very random person you know what I'm saying like but it's intention in all my thoughts but it could just be random and you are great at seeing that in everybody and being able to say like let's cut all this fat out and this is the stake to this like let's just get to the stake like why are we not Everybody don't know how to get to the stake. 
It sound easy. It sound easy to just say let's get to the state. But a lot of people got shit that's in their way from getting them to the state to the stake. You know what I'm saying? You won't even get to the stake, you cutting through all the fat in some of these conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think like your strength is really like just being able to pull the middle of these things out and like here is the stake. Mm-hmm. Like if we're not talking about this stake, what the fuck are we talking about? And then I think it gets everybody focused back in on what the objective should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that has nothing to do with nothing creative skill. I just, and to me, like taking away like what you good, great. Now, I just think that is a genius thing to be able to hear people talk and say, okay, this is what we need to be talking about at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's talk about this. Let's just get this out of the way first and then we can move on to the next um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a just a, a great thing to have, um, especially for me. Like, I, I can definitely preach because I'm a random-ass person. Mm-hmm. I, I, my thoughts are everywhere. And I've accepted that them bitches everywhere. But to have people around me that can just hone this shit in and really get the uh, conversations going, how we need them to get going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just where I see And I know I'm I'm, I'm sorry for, for no, rambling. No, it's all you good. I think, I think it's, it's all expression. If, it's, if you can pull through it and just, you know, give your honest opinion, from your perspective it's always going to add to the conversation mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I want to spread that to you know and make like it's just space you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like make space for everybody to express themselves honestly and then we can just move forward like you say it's like mm-hmm. if you trust somebody to you know provide the space for you to just express yourself and then you say you got somebody in the room that's just good with just creating direction from there mm-hmm. the fuck else do you need you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody has space to be themselves, and then you go the direction after that, after you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you trust, uh, you have a, a space where you can just trust it. Like after this, everything is going, the first step is there at least, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then you know it's like if the first step does, the second step does, mm-hmm. that's life. You know what I'm saying? You got a healthy environment that you're a part of, so mm-hmm. you ain't got to apologize for being able to express yourself. That's that's what the fuck we doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, Deirdre, you got something to add to that. You know, we just going to, you know, keep moving with the conversation. Um, but if you got something for D2, you know, you can add mm-hmm. it. But well, that, well, I was saying that because that's the, like, the – I think it's it's hard to – that's a great question because you have to take away everything that you think you, like, great at or you think you good at or mm-hmm. what these these – Things that's not going to move things forward. You're just good at it, nigga. Like, nigga, you good at singing. Congratulations. But, like, you're never going to put nothing out. You're never going to, like, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? You don't have the tools, you know what I'm saying, to be great. And it's okay. Yeah. Be yourself. Um, you know what I mean? So, but no, nah, you could uh, uh, add to it. I'm just blabbing. Because um, you, like, say the question again <laughs> well it's basically just about just operating in your genius space right, you know what right. i'm saying and if you're not bringing your 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 top level right you know like it's like michael jordan not playing basketball right. at the end of the day when he went and played baseball it was a disservice to his entire life right you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then to inject himself back into that space, even though, you know, he could play basketball, he can play baseball, but that's that wasn't what his genius was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a nigga, t- Jay-Z telling you he not going to rap no more. It's like, dog, this is going to be just a disservice to everybody around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because you want to, you know, build your other businesses and stuff, it's just like, yeah, it's that's great. Continue mm-hmm. to do that. 
But your most valuable asset to you and everybody else around you is you expressing yourself in this area. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like how are you showing up in your life with that idea? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I'm big on quality. I'm big on quality. I have issues uh, with things that are around me and people who, um, I ain't going to say issues, but I have a lot of thoughts when quality is not at the forefront of a product mm-hmm. or a presentation. And it's before, before it gets to a creative moment, I have quality within myself. So I know that where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quality person that I am, who I am as a husband, father, friend, all that. I just want to make sure I'm quality peace in my family's lives. When I say family, I'm not talking about blood. I'm talking about y'all right here mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, but it can be a hindrance um, at times. And I've noticed that in the last year that processing things and steps in things matter before you can get the ultimate quality product. Mm. And I had a hard, I have a hard time, you know, learning that I don't have to have a, a conversation about a lot of things with people in this room about ideas, about um, things that we may be doing in the future. I don't have to be there because it's a trust that knowing that you guys are going <laughs> to do it to the best of your ability and it's going to be dope once mm-hmm. all of the things are separated. And I used to have an issue with that mm-hmm. when I being, I, I, I was just, I'm this big team guy, mm-hmm. but I'm learning in just this space to reduce lunch and we've grown so much. We have a lot of things going on that it's impossible for all of us to sit in the room on every single thing and everybody to give an input. And then we do it. I find out, I find, I'm finding that that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. If I'm passionate about one thing versus Fred or UB or every, you know, the people who are ready NPN with Larry and Pete, it's, I don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. If I'm not called upon to be there, then there's no reason for me to be there. And I got to be okay with that. Um, and I've been learning that. And it's been hard mm-hmm. because I love y'all, you know, and I love what we've made and I love what we're creating. And I just want to feel like I'm a part of a team at all times. Mm-hmm. But I had to do some self-reflecting in myself in probably like the last two months. You know, just to say, D, you know, why are you getting upset about certain things when you're not called upon to be uh, a part of certain conversations? And I'm learning that you don't have to be a part of every process. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. because it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about the product. It's about the the project. Mm -hmm. It's about whatever it is. That's what it's about. I had a moment, not to cut you off, I had a moment uh, when it came to – um, Pete Project, where I had that same moment. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, "Damn, I'm not a uh, like. What do I fit in? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a, a just a moment. I remember yeah. that shit. Like when it dropped, it was like, "Thank yous was going out, and it right. was just like, "Huh." Mm-hmm. And then I backed up, and I was like, "That shit is dope, though." You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it ain't need me. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like. The 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 even it happening had me in it though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It couldn't have happened without reduced lunch. So how the fuck? Like why would I even feel some type of way about? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I you know I just want to let you know even 
I even expressed out loud because it was just in my it was yeah. in my vision. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why you was expressing that? Like, damn, I deal I dealt with that too. Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm learning. And 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 to be truthfully and completely honest, like I'm okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've really. And me and Fred have had several conversations in the last couple of weeks, and he's helped me realize a lot of things. And I sometimes I have to, like, shake my head. You know how you hear something? Because it's like, you know, <laughs> me growing up, it's always been me. Mm-hmm. I've had to be the head of everything. I've had to be, like, this strong force piece in a lot of things. And the older I get, <laughs> that's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Why is that not the case anymore? Because people are growing into themselves. Mm-hmm. They have firm control of themselves and you know their minds and their thoughts and their processes. And it's been a struggle for me, mm-hmm. you know, not just with you know you guys, but like even like my family, my sisters, my brother, and stuff like that. It's kind of like somebody like took it all away, mm-hmm. you know. So I've been trying to just balance those things out and talk through them. You know what I'm saying? And it's really helped me understand that, look, man, you know, at the end of the day, the finish line, we all going to cross it. Mm-hmm. But everybody going to play a part in different things to help get us there. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm solely focused on. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever I'm needed, it's cool. If I'm not needed, it's just as cool mm-hmm. because I have belief and trust in everybody who's a part of what we got going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, just processing, just just the process. You know, I've been yeah. dealing with. Yeah, yeah definitely. I definitely see that being a part of the conversation. But, too, I wanted to, you know, you, we did the whole thing, um, but that was November. We did the meetings and shit, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we definitely got to, I feel like, from my experience, and I got to be able to, you know, bring this forward from my intention because it's feel, I feel like it's coming from me. Just like the first one came, I feel like we got to, like, I got to put more intention into creating a space where those things come in because I feel like it does need more communication mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like but you know how we facilitate that communication through like you say it just got to be done with trust you know what I'm saying yep. no matter you involved inside of the conversations or not yep. but just more conversations need to be had on a regular basis so that we can definitely get those you know um things through you know and those things communicated because Fred see something in me you may see something different in me you know what I'm saying to need me in certain spaces you know what I'm saying just like that's true. Fred feel like optimizing his being is having helping him, you know what I'm saying, be more intentional, you know, and not so scatterbrained, you know what I'm saying? And that is something that I can see in myself and help him facilitate. But you may see something completely different, you know what I'm saying, that I can add in in certain spaces, you know what I'm saying? And same for y'all. Y'all are my, you know, associates and friends and family and brothers for a reason. So I can definitely, you know what I'm saying, express to y'all what y'all bring to my life and be able to have y'all inside of certain uh, conversations and experiences to help, like, those experiences blossom into what their full potential is, you know what I'm saying? And I'm using that, as you know, for the, the women in my life as well, you know what I'm saying? Rather they, the experiences in those situations is sexual or, you know, creative or platonic or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be more expressive towards people inside of my life to say, look, this is why I feel like, you know, this situation is based in friendship, but at the same time, to maximize our friendship, you know, or maximize our relationship, you know what I'm saying? This is why I feel like, you know, can't 
help facilitate just us, you know, really building what we want to build, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. Because, you know, we we all creative at the end of the day. And like I said multiple times, like I really want my environment to be an environment that's built with people who are living their life, you know, being paid off their creativity, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think that, I, I know that's possible. But if I'm not building out the conversations, you know what I'm saying, intentionally and expressing to these people, you know what I'm saying, what I feel like, they really can add to my life, you know what I'm saying, then how is that going to happen, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just that conversation about operating in your genius, like like I know for a fact somebody may see something in me that I don't see in myself when it comes to genius, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like, you know, um, you know, express it, you know what I'm saying? Really just express that shit, like, I just before Fred just expressed what he expressed out like I didn't necessarily see that as clear. I know it inside of myself. I, I I have faith in myself in that way every single day. But I didn't know that that was something that you know what I'm saying like just the environment necessarily you know what I'm saying like so is my my strength one of my top strengths you know what I'm saying it's like I have a you know a lot of shit that I'm good at. But at the same time, if everybody in this room is sitting up here saying like oh that's that's what he is carrying in as his top one of his top qualities every single yeah. like, oh, let's capitalize off that then you know what I'm saying like let's really speak life into that and let's put a you know whatever the fuck let's like he said put this shit on the board you know what I'm saying put it on whatever like this is what everybody's strength is and this is what they you know what I'm saying like this is what's in the way for everybody let's respect everybody what's on that list and, and, and let's move forward like creating based off these things in reality you know what I'm saying yeah. and uh you know, I just found value. I just felt like it would be a lot of value in having that conversation with y'all out loud you know what I'm saying and setting the tone going forward with that conversation yeah I, I just don't uh, I just don't and won't be in the way you know, and I'm teaching myself that, you know, not forcefully interjecting myself into things that I'm not, you know, I'm not a part of and not taking it personal, mm -hmm. you know, and like I said, I'm good. No, seriously, I'm good now, but it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was hard because I just know just who I am. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, like I said, at the end, I was telling Fred that at the end of the day, you know, he's grown up to be a <laughs> a great man. I view him, but I always have to remind myself sometimes that, you know, he just ain't little Fred no more. Mm -hmm. And I always been right by his side no matter where he went or where he was or where he was going. I always been there. Mm -hmm. And I have to always tell myself that's not the case anymore in a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, with him. And I'm proud of him for that. Mm -hmm. So I have to take steps back and, you know, just respect it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where he is in his life. Mm -hmm. And it's not just film, it's for you too. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, know, we yeah. all men at the end of the day, like, yeah. we grown to, like I said, we we don't even just call, like you said you, earlier, you was like family. Like, we don't call each other family just because a person gonna need us. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, it's a respect, foundationally, you know what I'm saying? Respect based sure. relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't gonna call just no anybody no. family. You know what I'm saying? Even some of your real family members, you struggle. Like, uh, mm -hmm. that's my family, <laughs> but it's like, uh, I don't really fuck with that nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, once you start to label somebody family, you just gotta really 
put that respect in it. You sure. know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, that it's part of respect and it's trusting. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's like that's a something that you really gotta embody yes. for real. You, you can say that you trust somebody, yeah, but when real, it comes to your relationship, are you showing like, that? Seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's yeah. a, that's that's something that, you know, we again we we haven't always seen that modeled for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we just ain't seen that. So us doing it for ourselves in a lot of ways is the first time we ever experiencing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta pat ourselves on the back, give ourselves real deal gratitude in the moment for being able to step forward into these shits and have a lot of these conversations because at the end of the day, still look at us. We three black men, four black men in this room having these types of conversations. What the fuck have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's rare. <laughs> what have you seen it? It's rare. You have never yeah, seen, seen it. it. Yeah. yeah. Never. So it's happening in real time. Like this is some real some real deal shit that we is in front of, you know what I'm saying? This shit is bigger than this moment though. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it is exactly as big as this moment. You know what I'm saying? The feeling that you that we all having in this experience where they even acknowledging that. Like, you know, it's a it's a feeling that we ain't never really felt before, but it's a feeling that we wanna keep. I know that for a fact. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the space is here. Sure. We know it because we're experiencing it. Build it. You know, so, you know, it's, it's just as big as that, you know, and, and, and it ain't no, it ain't no, for no, it, every last person in this room going to have to have moments like that with themselves. So there ain't no reason to sit up in, no, in front of nobody and just, you know, feel like, you know, and, and not show the gratitude because you experiencing it with gratitude in your heart is going to make it easier for somebody else to be like, mm-hmm. you know, like, all right, damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's space for it's space here for me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So It got to be like that. It got to be. got to be like that. It got to be. You know, so I appreciate all y'all for even, you know, accepting that, that you know, that conversation because it's big. You know, I ain't read the book yet. Again, I'm going to say the, the name of the book because um, I'm going to get it myself and I'm going to read it, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to expand the conversation. And I don't know if we're going to do it on, on, on the podcast, but I know outside of this we got a whole bunch of conversations that we're going to have to, you know, continue to have to hold ourselves accountable for what we build and moving forward, but it's called The, the Big Leap. By Gay Hendricks, you know, and um, the, that conversation is inside of the. Yes, sir. And that's on uh, the Amazon. Yeah, that's on. I, I got it on audio book and a uh, physical copy. I, I ordered it yesterday, so all that shit comes <laughs> in my crib. Yeah, yeah, I definitely gonna uh, read that. I was talking to Larry yesterday, and it's just, yeah, it's time. Like it's it's a clear difference between people who are successful and people who are not. And you can't look at that difference and think you are going to be the one to change the rules. It's not going to happen. The yeah. universe don't work that way. It's based off the you principle for real. It's like eating a bunch of Big Macs thinking you're going to lose weight. It's just you're not going to be the one to do it. You're not the one. You're not going to change that pattern of you have to do these things in order to be successful at what you're trying to be successful at. Yeah. You know, and I hold myself accountable in uh, a lot of those things. Of me just uh, getting out of my own way, because even with the music shit, like the only reason I came back to this shit is because I just felt I was like, look, man, if I'm gonna be annoyed, I just be annoyed. But I know this could help everything, and it's a way to get for me to get my frustrations out. Because to go from a situation where you know you 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 see you the only person that can see something in a room, you know what I'm saying? Not literally, but when you're around other 
musician, whatever you're around, and you're the only one that can see it and you know it's something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, because I'm on the other side of it now, and I don't even want to talk. I don't want to talk to niggas about. And don't get me wrong, man. I, I'm very flattered. You know what I'm saying? Of, of that people are very receptive to my beats, but like I'm, I didn't start it back up to be like selling beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly why I started it back up. Like I know exactly what my genius is and how I can inject that into the people around me. And if we do that shit the correct way, like no step skip. Everybody who I admire has took the necessary steps to be successful. I could tell you they. I could tell you they step from step one to now. Like that's how much I study this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I look in the mirror and say, I'm the only nigga that's gonna stop me. It ain't nothing I'm going to tell another nigga. Ain't nothing another nigga can tell me. Like, I'm it. I, it stops with me. It starts to stop. My success starts. If I'm not successful, it's my fault. I was lazy. I was whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want it. Like, that's the only truth. Nothing can get in my way because I know exactly what I'm good at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see it happen every day. When people find that shit, when they find, like, oh, I can... You know what I'm saying? I feel like we already made it. It's just the, the key thing you said earlier, monetizing off of, you know, what your genius is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And those are going to take a lot of conversations. So shout out to Al Pete. I'm going to actually call him after this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I got some uh, ideas, you know, as far as the whole thing, you know, NPN and everything. So, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Like, if, I, if you've been waiting on me to send you some beats, my apologies. They're coming. I just I need a break. Like I I need breaks. I'm the type of nigga like that 24/7 shit cute. But I have to do it in spurts. So I go spurts where I go hard with the music shit and then I have to take like some time off. Live your life, bro. Yeah, right, you know That's what I'm saying? Life. It's not even that. It's like the the for podcast, it's just a bunch of other shit. Like I live life like yeah. like that shit that like you say, I mean, it's just those situations where you even took a break off from rapping brought you back. Like it's like a it's yeah. like the it's, it's like a slingshot shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to build the momentum, the motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. why you think Kendrick take four years off from re- releasing yeah. the album since yeah. he got to live some life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you constantly recording. Like what is you talking about recording? Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like it's no energy that goes inside of that except that, and it becomes mm-hmm. mu- mundane. If you just do that, you got to yeah. live some other part of your life, pour into that shit, and keep mm-hmm. it moving. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. and that's the that's the, especially when it comes to recording music and putting down beats and shit. Like, that shit mm-hmm. is a different type of thing. Like, yeah. So, a nigga understand that shit. If a nigga don't understand that shit, mm-hmm. stay lost. Yeah, so so that's where the focus at. Like, I, I want to have that conversation with everybody um, in a group, individually. Like, it don't matter. Like, because me, like, I know what I need to be successful. Like, I know what my strength and weakness is at. I need to know what everybody else's strengths and weaknesses at, mm-hmm. because that that's the only thing. That's 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 communication. Like mm-hmm. how you said. Like, if I could find out what everybody's strength and weaknesses at, was everybody availability? If I could find that out for a fact, I know exactly how to move. You know what I'm saying? All of us will know exactly how to move, and nothing to ever get in the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, you know, I can't wait to have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? I'm show you really do for real. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. So, man, shout out to my guy Larry Love again. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we appreciate you, bro. We will be live, and I talk about, but we gonna be. 
We doing live shows soon. We'll talk about it. But we doing live shows soon. And if you support us, you already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? I already know you guys going, you know what I'm saying, fuck with us on that tip. But if it's any advice, anything you want to see us do, any we taking all suggestions, you know what I mean? But I believe we will be. Um, shout out to Jessica Cherry and Smoking Word. Uh, if you free, come out. Monday nights. Monday nights. Onyx. You know what I'm saying? DJ start, Larry Love in the building. At 7 o'clock. Yeah, start at 7 and I, it go into the night pretty much, right? You know, it goes into the night. So bring your girl out. It's not the typical. It's not your typical shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an actual show. You know what I mean? It's stuff that I can. Like Brian told you earlier, I don't go out like that. So this is something I enjoy going to. Mm-hmm. And we working on like doing like some shows maybe out of this spot. So I, I, I definitely keep y'all updated. You know what I mean? But, like, let's support. Let's get this community going. You know what I'm saying? It's money here with all of us. You know, all y'all niggas trying to start businesses, too. Like, it's money sitting here. You know what I mean? So let's all get active and uh, push this shit over the edge, man. But uh, that's all I got, man. That's uh, it's been a great episode. Y'all got anything else on that? No, sir. Good. All right, man. 40 cents is all you need. Peace yeah. and love. Smoking word Monday. Probably mostly next week. Yes, sir.